Geek Shop. When we first Geek moved Shop. to New York, we had a great apartment that was dirt cheap. And we found out why it was so cheap. Our friend Amy said there was a great apartment in her building. Dirt cheap, but it's a hotel for women. Okay, we made one adjustment. Now these other ladies know us as Buffy and Hildegard. Sorry, I have, I have a huge thing about it. Yeah, no, I understand. Well, you're great. clearly not Another alone. Another podcast member with a huge thing. Uh, <laughs> well, for Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> You're clearly not the only one. The woman does uh, get a lot of work. I can, thank on. you for the soda, but I gotta say that fridge is like the what's going to my mouth uh, repository there. It's like diet chocolate soda and. Is that what listen, you're, you're gonna stop mentioning it now because he don't know what's all in there. Oh! <laughs> I, just, I don't need you to be I revealing. I don't I think the diet chocolate soda. What's that? For the webisodes. That's for the. <laughs> Let me tell you about how we jump in the new gang yeah. members. Yeah. Once you once <laughs> pretty much once yeah. you admit you have a big thing, it's what's going in your mouth. Oh, here we go. <laughs> that's uh, yeah, that, that's one of our segments on the pot on the, uh, the, the, the web video show. Yeah, the video show. Oh. The video what's show. We eat mouth. something weird. The yeah. annual yeah. video show. Yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah, the more and more biannualized. <laughs> You know, it gives it more power when video it's video show. You know, once true. when they hit their twice a year, that's right, right. We gotta you know? build it up. You don't want to well, get stale. Know, <laughs> I'll be honest; it's tough. We used to bring three items every week. Oh yeah, you guys. And for a long time, thing. we were able to do that because our our credo with the with the web show is we only bring things that we fully enjoy and endorse, which is awesome. We don't talk shit about the stuff that we bring on the podcast. We want to publicize and you know you talk the shit it. out of it, but you we don't talk, talk about shit. it, but we don't talk bad about yeah. it because we like it. And that becomes harder and harder to find things that you really one hundred percent are behind every week. So yeah. we cut it down to two things a, a week, two things an episode, and even that is challenging. After what four years or so, yeah. it's like the the stuff you really love you've covered, and so it's hard to find new stuff. There's only so many axe cops that pop up. That's true. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. So the show's alive, but it's you know it's like a grizzly bear and a extended hibernation. And Barry's yeah, done some great stuff on the updates for the show yeah. site, which is nice. Hey, well, we bring you into it. Hey, it is Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Number 211. I am Master Torgo. The famous Paul. Captain Luddite. Bonzo. Fact check Andy. Major Meh. Major Meh. <laughs> I like the new name. Uh, Major Meh. <laughs> Major Matt Bonzo, good to have you back. Fact Check Andy, good to have you back. Yeah, Thank you. Here. As always. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you saw, but... Uh, Did I see? You, you're now in the About Us section of the, uh, the website. You're official. Ooh, that's nice. sad. That's, how do you like that? That's, I, how do you like that is the question. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, I need a good bio. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. How did that happen? Good Lord. Uh, yeah, speaking of that, we the website's back up, huh? It is back up. Uh, we have a we're on brand new servers, um, brand new design that Barry put together, and it's gonna, only going to get better. Yeah, he said he's going to keep it's adding bells really and whistles. Good. Yeah, all that it's nice stuff really about good. the clean, of, uh, you know, retro style. You're going to go back? Yeah, well, we'll see. It's yeah, it's uh, the writers seem to the writers last week seem to true. enjoy your and you know what, and, I, and, and I will say, you know, it's not splashy. It is no, a it's, simple, it's clean. elegant site. It's clean, clean is always good. Yeah. It looks good. Unlike our butts, it is clean. And you can kind of see everything it's that's going on. <laughs> you can see everything that's going on real accessible. Yeah, it's good. So very happy. Thank you, Barry. Stuff. That was in unison there. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's what... Uh, 
That's what happens when you go to Disney World for a week and you come back all refreshed. Yeah, yeah well, Disney will, Disney will inspire you. Well, right? well we're going to find out. That's where uh, 80s is right now, 80s Jeff. <laughs> in right. Disneyland. I hope. For the first he, time in his life. Right. I hope yeah, he gets some sugar g- gumdrop. Where a kid Candy kisses kid. where he needs them. Yeah. Yes. So, wait, I've never I've met Jeff, but apparently he's 80s Jeff? 80s yeah. Jeff. So, he's that 80s guy. He's very 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. His okay. music tastes uh, ended in the 80s. His uh, his movie tastes, well, that still goes yeah. on. But still. He's, but 80s is the Back to the Future the is the, you know. That's the go-to. I, the the I mean, I, can, I, mean, I can't complain. Look, yeah. around the room. Back but. to the Future is, you know. But yeah. I like 80s games. Yeah. Video yeah. games is where I live 80s wise. But yeah. other than that. Yeah. There's a lot but, of, but for him, music pretty much ended at 1992. I, I like a lot of 80s cartoons, though. I will say that. <laughs> There's a lot of issues I have with 80s culture. Yes, but you and I both. Okay, yeah. You and I both. So how long well, do you figure it's going to stuck on a small world? <laughs> uh, it wouldn't be great if he got stuck on it's a small world. I don't think uh, he'll go on it. I doubt he'll go on it. Uh, I doubt he'll go on it. There's I don't know. I mean, he's getting led by Grieg. Okay, maybe he will. And it so is one of those things you got to experience. You do have to experience it. I it's mean, you've heard bad. about it all these years. These are made in the a good ride thing is, when we repair. The good thing is the California Pirates of the Caribbean is the superior Pirates of the yes, Caribbean. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Uh, that, I told the, that story before. How it I was the book. original. So. The parks both fight on various mm-hmm. degrees. Uh, what, Each what, one has uh, its... Yeah, what attraction is better? Well, yeah. Disney World has a lot of more stuff. Is Captain EO still going on one of no. them? No. That oh, ended. Gone, gone? That's gone, gone. But yeah. I bet you're going to see a Blu-ray release. Before long, that's I my thought, feel. I, I swore I thought they were talking about re-releasing it in, in Disney. Um, they they did for a short time, uh, then uh, then that's that's where Star Tours is now in Disneyland. But they did EO for a good while. Right, right. Okay. But now it's back to Star Tours. Because when I went first went to Disneyland, I must have been like six or seven, and I saw Captain EO there. That thing's pretty crazy, man. It is. That but is, I think the well, one that freaked me out was the Hall of Presidents. Oh well, yeah, that's uh, Disney World, yeah. Saw, yeah. Right? No, I, they had it at Disneyland. I've never been to Disney World. Disneyland only has that one uh, president. They uh, just uh, have the Lincoln speech, speech right? Lincoln speech, that's yeah. it. What oh, yeah, that Disney World, it's moments, a Great whole, moments with Mr. Lincoln or something like Disney that. Disney yeah. World, it's like all 30 presidents. Really? Yeah. All 30. Well, at the time, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, Like when it time. came out, like all it was right. all 30. It's you know both what I mean? of them at Disney World. <laughs> They're both there, dude. I don't know if they keep adding the new ones. I can't remember. One of my weird pastimes for reading is I love reading books. They do keep adding them. They do? About the Disney parks, nice. and I'm currently reading another one right now. You, you th- every time I learn more things, each time I read from somebody else is great. But, but what they do is when the new president comes in, one of the first things they do is record a speech for the uh, the, pres- the Hall of Presidents in Disney mm-hmm. World, uh-huh. and then they, George Washington and Abraham Lincoln, are the only speeches given by the animatronic presidents. Wow. And then when the new president comes in, they give their own speech. And then for right now, Barack Obama's giving the speech. When he leaves, he will then become one of the silent presidents yeah. in the oh, back. He's Robach yeah. Obama. Robach Obama. Yeah. Robach Obama will just sit yeah. in the back. Domo origato, Robach Obama. There's a Westworld thing there. there there's got to be a Westworld. <laughs> <laughs> they actually have Martin a new movie Sheen. coming out based on... The writers from some of the songs. <laughs> okay. Not that. Not that. Oh, the, the Hall of Presidents is no, getting its no, movie. Disney. The Mary yes. Poppins one. Y- yes, it's about uh, Tom Hanks plays Walt Disney. Mrs. What's her name? What's oh yeah, Mrs. Right. Something. Yeah, I've heard mixed reviews. Wait for those of us who mind read. Mrs. Who's a Wawa? Okay, it's the lady who wrote Mary Poppins. Oh yeah. Oh well, it's too good. The guys who wrote the song. It's the guys but who the wrote. The lady who didn't want it to happen. Exactly. She didn't yeah. want it to happen because it was it was her baby. Well, she the lady who wrote the the book. 
Yes. Hates the Disney movie. Hates the, hated like the Disney movie. Like to this day. Yeah. Okay. It. She just feels like it's a total abomination of her stories. Really? Yeah. Is that uh, the guy that wrote Mary Poppins? Nope. No, Not that I should be woman. surprised, but yeah. I didn't know that. And the lady who's playing her is the, fam- is the famous actress. I can't Julie Andrews. No, no it's, not Mary Poppins. it's what's her name? It's Mrs. Mrs. Formerly oh, Kenneth Branagh. I, I see. Yeah, that's yeah, 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 yeah. Mrs. Who? Mrs. Mrs. Formerly Kenneth Branagh. What's her name? Yeah. Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson. Thank you. And Tom Hanks is playing Walt Disney. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Huh, okay, a good role I can for see him. that. Sure. Yeah, I remember hearing about the movie, but I've never had a problem with Tom Hanks, to be quite honest. No, yeah. I, the know, only problem I ever have with Tom Hanks is a while back I was managing this uh, low rent apartment complex, and you strict rules: you had to be female to get the discount and rent there, oh, and that no. motherfucker. <laughs> He totally pulled. He bamboozled me. He did. What did he do? He bamboozled buddied me. I don't need. Bamboozled buddy. I was just gonna bring that up. All right. That's what. Was it just him, or did he have a buddy? Yeah, yeah. Peter Scolari and him really pulled some shit. What? Yep. No way. They did. I was like, fuckers. Those cheap bastards. When was this? He's won my heart since then. It was pre-Oscar. I mean, oh, okay. So (laughs) this is early, early hands. We're actually talking about Buzz and Buddy. So he was hurting for money at the time. I'm not going to. We've all done hard things. Yeah. Bell. Let's look at his track What's record. What's going in my mouth? Just look at Tootsie. She had a time. Yeah, Tootsie did. did have a time. Just, let's look at his track record, though. He's got some great films under his belt. He does, yeah. He, it just continues yeah. to show Mazes how... Mazes and Monsters. Right. Right. Yeah. Nice. The Money Pit Calder. is where it's at. Yeah. The, money the Money Pit is pit. actually That's awfully a good fun. Bachelor actually, Party. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Bachelor doing? Party. That's the movie right there. What are you doing? It's such a terrible movie. Has he been in anything that wasn't at least a B? Can you think of anything he did? Uh, I think you just said the two. Bachelor Party. <laughs> bachelor Party and Mazes and Monsters. I don't even know Mazes and Monsters. Well, okay, Mace's you don't know Mazes and Monsters? I never it's saw the it. Early, it's yeah. the early 80s, maybe even late 70s D&D scare tactic film. Oh, Mazes and Monsters no. based on a novel nice. by a lady that was kind of taking <laughs> D&D to task. It caused a lot of hubbub. Oh, that whole brouhaha. Yeah. Uh, okay. Doesn't he end up killing himself? Uh, no. He or he comes he, close he, to he, it. He comes close. He tries to jump off a building. Yeah, so he can join his brother, the great character of the Great Hall. Uh, he does do uh, a very nice job in Captain Phillips. I just saw that not too long ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by things. the way, yeah. if you can find Bases and Monsters, just give it a watch. It's, it's horribly wonderful. <laughs> horribly wonderful. You should uh, watch Guitar Wolf. Guitar Wolf. Guitar Wolf. Uh, That's yeah, going on the list. Um, Wild Zero. This movie is crazy. So one of my uh, one of my buddies in Mariachi El Bronx um, told me about this movie, and apparently it's a bunch of Asian guys, right? And they starting off right. They kill they kill aliens with guitar picks. Nice. And it's freaking awesome. All right, I'm down. Okay. So Guitar Wolf. Guitar you can find wolf. the whole movie on guitar YouTube. Guitar Wolf. It's really good. Guitar. Uh, Does you, Tom Hanks Wild play Zero. the wolf? No, but he should. Oh. What's the... Uh, there's one that's weird. There's like a guitar... Oh, uh, Six String Samurai. Have you seen that? Oh, I love that yeah. film. Nice. That's And that's filmed around here. It, it is. Uh, uh, yeah. I actually saw that movie when I was working at Blockbuster. So. Uh, well, normally I turn this over to you and say, what'd you do geeky this week, guys? Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and take the floor. Okay. Okay, because this was a very special day. It's your floor. It is my floor. I do own this floor. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, we all have the dream, as geeks, of going to that flea market, that garage sale, mm-hmm. that antique mall, and finding that find, the the accidental find, the the treasure, 
that the, they they mint, didn't know they had. Mint copy of the first appearance of Spider Man. I mean, that kind of snake yes, away with exactly. They signed Shaft all by Today, Samuel L. Jackson. I suggested to my girlfriend that we go to the Children's Museum. I still haven't gone, <laughs> and and she was with me, kinda. And then she said, "Let's go to antique shops instead." And I can't say no. Say no. How can you? Because because I do enjoy that. Wait, they're let me, fun. Let me make a quick guess. Did you get the missing pieces from the uh, Death Star that got lost? No, nothing well, so. That would cool. be a good one. That'd be though. great, though. That'd be great. Um, what I have in this box right here, because this is a very visual show. Yeah. All right, right. Um, We've seen light bulbs before. It's a beautiful box. A guy that had, uh, uh, I've dealt with his uh, his booth before. I always find something good at his booth. Oh, and, wait, wait, where were you? Which, which antique um, shop? I'm not saying just yet. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Fabulous indoor yeah. swap meet. <laughs> Fantastic swap meet. And I was able to talk this guy. He had all these comics priced at a specific price, and then I talked him down to $9 a comic. And mm. uh, I'm going to hand this box over to Paul. All right. Uh, for the big reveal? Exa- now, now, for the big reveal uh-huh. of what I got for $9 each. $9 each? $9 each for a comic. So these Uh-oh. must be pretty good if you're willing to shout out 9 bucks right. a piece. Yeah. Break yeah. this paper. over. Okay. All right. So, now, these are not n- near mint. Yeah. If I were the comic book guys... Uh, the comic book men. There's some yellowing. Yeah. Definitely some yellowing Certainly. and a little bit of wear on the side, but still. I would say they're about a five. Yeah, they're about a five on That's the grade bad, scale. Though. That's not bad. Four and a half, depending. But all right, so we have Fantastic Four, number 55, the first appearance of the Silver Surfer. That's pretty not a first appearance. Or it looks like it. Not a first appearance, but a early appearance. Okay, early appearance of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> the next one's bad. my favorite. Invincible Iron Man versus the Demolisher. What issue is that? That is issue number two of the Invincible Iron Man. That's wow. pretty great. Wow, that's, pretty that's a good one. These are that's all comics, really 1968, one. all Iron Man's. That's a really all good one. Fantastic. Oh, that's, fantastic that's a beautiful thing that's right there. Weird, the Iron Man one's one of the ones with the second uh, issue. Was by the way, can we point out that it was 12 cents back yeah. Crazy. yeah. 12 cents for a comic. Yeah. Issue yeah, yeah. 14. That's a brief time. Is that yeah. actually issue 14? Yeah. Of what? Issue 13 of Iron Man, issue 14 of Iron Man. I basically got issues issue 10. two through... Nicely done! Wow, at nine bucks a pop. Yeah, you're doing good here. Well, now you got to frame these bad boys up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, And I see some of them got some real. I see no. Yeah, there's 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 one. There's wear and tears. The the nice thing about it. The nice thing about these, (laughs) even though they're very worn and torn, um, they they still really, they're just so dynamic. Yeah, there's like two that are like about a three. That's '60s, man. They know how to make a cover. I had that one. <laughs> so what I'm saying to you out and there is, we've got some early, early Fantastic Four. Don't a lot of early Fantastic. Four. Don't fuck with Todd. Don't don't lose hope is what I'm saying. Keep searching. Keep going to your antique shop. Well, f- you might find your treasure. Well, you know, yeah. I just been thinking about this myself because I'm not going to have any kids. That uh, and I'm going to die one of these days. Sure. And I'm going to have somebody's going to do an estate sale that's going to blow somebody's fucking mind yeah, wide open. True. Well. <laughs> <laughs> the bullshit that I have. In sure. My well, well. Frankly, we we should all have wills. <laughs> well, <laughs> when it comes down to it, that's true. Because even if you don't have a kid, you have you know yeah. nephews and. Well, I've got. I'm getting a nephew or niece soon. Well, or uh, like uh, who like it or not will become a huge He-Man fan <laughs> or Critical Care Comics. You know what I mean? Like, Precisely. Uh, yeah. Good, I like, got a bunch of why stuff not that I could give do to that them. that way too. Well, I have thought you, about it. I've thought you know? about it, and down the road, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about having my stuff auctioned off like whatever my 
whoever I decide to give it to doesn't want, like making sure that whatever proceeds go to child's play or something like that. Yeah, something of that nature. Mm-hmm. So you mean making a new version yeah. of that awful movie? Mm-mm. Yeah, make a new version yes. of the movie. The child's charity, play. <laughs> child's play. They should do a new, new version of child's play. <laughs> so now that a major week suck, what'd you do? That's pretty awesome, man. I'm so excited. You I went to idea. France. Congrats. That's huge, dude. <laughs> well, because. Well, but Paul, like you say, some of them are some of them are more damaged than others. But they're probably none of them are probably worth less than nine dollars. No. Oh no, he got away with he got away with the good good deal. I got away with goddamn murder is what I got away with. And a couple of those are probably worth quite a bit more. The thing is, the fact that there's a lot of them together and sequential. Yeah, that's nice. That can amp up the value. Yeah. Yeah. So you just need to go to Red Bank and get yourself on an episode of Comic Book Men. Yeah, basically, Agreed, that's what yeah. you need to do. You should just—that's what you should do with these. Get they over to Jersey or go to Jersey there and, and, money and, and get completely and taken happens. by yeah, Walt Flanagan. Yeah, get taken by Walt Flanagan. <laughs> but who cares, right? Let who Walt cares? Flanagan give you that yeah. toothy smile. But you know what? Uh, give you a dollar for him. He'll, he'll give, give me more dollar. than I paid. Maybe he'll probably give you more. Maybe he's a dick. That's true. He's a dick. I can't do more than two dollars today. But then again, today I mean that's karma because today I wasn't exactly. Yeah, you weren't. You the same thing to that guy. Yeah. But who knows? That guy might have bought them at a garage sale for a quarter each. Well, they're they're polybagged. Did you polybag them? Nope. Okay, they're polybagged. But he polybagged everything, whether it was in pretty know. new stuff. It's pretty new stock of polybags, though. Yeah. So, but that could be him just it. presenting it, like you say. He his... probably knows something of what they're worth. Yeah. It takes only a cursory knowledge of the internet to find out the value of anything oh, at this, this point. This is true. But the fact that he, Great I, I think, like the Iron Mans, he had them all for. Initially, twenty bucks each for the all the Fantastic Four, fifteen dollars each, despite what the issue was. Got it. And and I already checked them all, and it fluctuates anywhere from sure. in their current condition, fifty to one hundred and fifty. So, yep. so you got them for a steal, basically. Yeah. How yeah. long did it take you, you to talk them down to that? Uh, not too long. I, he, I asked him if he wouldn't buy and bundle them, and he started with one number, and I countered, and we kept going until we agreed. Good. But that's also what he's there for. He's not there to. Sure. And, you know and, what I mean. And plus, he I can take guarantee right now, I gave him more money than he probably got him for. That's what I'm saying. He, he probably didn't pay that much and, for him. And he How got, much for me, though? And yeah. he, got a good, he got a good payday out of it. Let's say <laughs> wow. even if he paid 4 or $5 <laughs> a piece, he almost doubled his money. He probably sure. doubled his money. You know? they're, they're eating steak tonight. Yeah. Uh, tell so. you what. Let's roll a chance cube. See, <laughs> see how much you have to sell it all for. Huh? <laughs> no Jedi mind trick on me. Toydarian doesn't work. Doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> Your Jedi mind tricks don't uh, work on me. Menace. I think that Paul doing that right now might Agreed. be the geekiest thing he's done all week. Voice number four. <laughs> Watto. Uh, yes, um, the countdown continues. Uh, terrible movies. <laughs> they released the, the Menace in 3D, and they were going to do all of them. Anyone know what happened to that? Why oh. they didn't release them in 3D? Because George no Lucas went... No one went to see the first one. There's a good reason why you wouldn't go see the first one. I don't one. think anybody went to see Menace in 3D, so they probably uh, were like, why do the others? I took did, my they, whole family to out? see it. Yeah, it did. I, and I think, I think we reported on the show that it did not do it did numbers. Not I mean, well. it was literally yeah, yeah. like a week or two. Yeah, you're right. Okay, right. Nobody so wants to see that Let's shit. speak of movies that have not done well for a second. Because so that movie... <laughs> that's a long... That's I know it's a long list. But recent movies. I have one I made myself that's not doing too well. The movie about Julian Assange, The Fifth Estate, made less money in the opening weekend than even movie 43 did weird oh, we're wow. talking well, like wow. 960 but don't get the conspiracy that's theory. an example of our society okay so yeah. it made 968 dollars per location 
Yeah. That's that. That was on about one thousand seven hundred theaters in the country. Yeah. I wonder how that's going to do uh, internationally, though. I also wonder it might it might stick around longer than movie forty three did because I movie forty three in its first weekend made four point eight million. Yeah, but movie forty three pushed the hell out of itself. Advertising for that was ridiculous. Wow. True. A True. ton of stars, which is now on Netflix, by the way. Yes, and I yeah. watched it the other day, and it's terrible. I haven't seen it. But I got through a minute. It is a bad. It is a bad movie. I got through a minute of it. It's I couldn't even watch it. I've have you do you if you start something do you have to watch it because I know you've you've mentioned a few things you've watched you just said were awful. Is yeah, it a, I, is it because it, it a car accident thing? You have to look. No, it's not a car accident. I thing. believe that to be true. It's not a car accident thing for me. I will. I mean, I unless it's some movies I will turn off. They'll get to a point where I'm just like, well, there's just this is just horrible. That movie, it's sketch comedy. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, maybe one of these will be funny. Not a one of them really made me laugh at any moment at all. And it's one of those movies, like, you know, because it's like Kentucky Fried Chicken, the movie, you know, where it's you're basically flipping channels through it all. Yeah, but I love Kentucky Fried Chicken. No, but that's a much better movie because it's got a a different twist to it and a take on it. And and it knows what it is. It's also kind of low budget. And I think that helps make Kentucky Fried Chicken work. This is clearly high polished, high budget, multi-million dollar thing. And it just like, why? How did this? Why? Tax write off, right? Probably. It's gotta now, be. You guys were talking about Robin Williams last week mm-hmm. being in something. What the hell was it? Uh, uh, crazy one. Okay, but yeah, but you were jumping around with that. But it reminded me that, <laughs> and, it, and this he is perfect jump. with your your conducting yeah. movie uh, and all that stuff. Um, he was. They threw him in to a movie called. Um, Can I? Oh, if you don't stop it, you'll go blind. Either that or the sequel, which was called Can I Do It Till I Need Glasses, which was basically <laughs> a long string of dirty jokes strung together. But I guess he was cut from the original thing, and when he got big, they re-released it and ah, put his scenes ah, back ah. in. To try nice. to save the movie. Yeah. Nice. Probably put him on the cover of the movie, too. Yeah, yeah. especially the video release. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. They do that with people. Yeah. Well, you tell me. Anything else you want to throw out uh, before the we... The geeky uh... thing I did was I watched all, uh, all of last season of uh, Comic Book Men. And then, oh, okay. And that kind of started that. And then watched the first episode of this year. Are, are, are you? Still, I like the show. It's yeah. fun, man. It's a good show. Are you still warming up to Brian, or is he kind of? It's coming to its own. That I first, like Brian. Okay, that, I thought you didn't like him until that episode. The first season, I didn't like him. Oh, yeah. He pissed me off breaking those Star Trek plates. I was like, "Fuck oh, you, yeah. dude." Oh, but yeah. My girl like, saw that, and she was kind of done with him too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's enough to piss you off. Uh, I but think that, he was. I, that's what I like about him. To do it, but <laughs> he knows the game and he knows what to do yeah, and he knows how to push a buttons. little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I tell you, the weird thing about this season is Mike. Is that his name? Mike? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. second in command. Like Mike Zapsic. Mike Zapsic is gone in this season. Really? Well, it's only been what one episode? Been a couple. Two. No. Oh, I'm oh, talking the, season, season two. Season two. That's yeah, yeah, on yeah, Netflix. Yeah. 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 He's not present at all. He comes back a little bit later on. He's not yeah. present at all. He's there for like, he dresses up as the, the as husband. Mr. Fantastic yeah. for the wedding. And that's about it. Yeah. Well, and they keep joking about it too. They keep making references about like the forgotten member of the group. And, oh, you mean like Mike? The, the or the, you know, underappreciated second And I think he still man, does yeah. a podcast with Chen. Oh, does he? Yeah. It's a all comic book podcast. Just yeah. the two of them Just talking the about comics? That, before, I didn't know that. They started that before the show ever. I didn't know that. We found I, the movie it, that he was talking about. What movie is that? Can okay. I Do It Till I Need Glasses, 1977. Right. Oh, 
I can't wait to not see that movie. So it's actually it should be seen just for the freak. So I mean, it's, it's dirty jokes and it's a lot of weird like, rape yeah. jokes. It's like, oh my god! Um, excuse me. <laughs> it's like hey, rape jokes. The rape, like, joke rape was movie. funny in the seventies. Well, you know, <laughs> no, you're not. No, it wasn't far clearly because we- nobody well, saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's another real creepy thing. Did you see? Uh, Do you guys watch the Wheel of the Worst from Red Letter Media? No, uh, is there a new one? Well, not recently. Oh, okay. But well, I mean, within the last oh, couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, still, they're they're doing pretty good. That, there's some production value to that. Yeah, Those there are funny. Is. But the wheel of the worst that they did a couple weeks back, a couple months back, I should say, probably they had uh, an old Alan Funt hosts, um, like a dirty. Oh, the dirty candid camera. The dirty candid camera. And I was, used to have that video. And it, I my parents were a big fan around. of that show. Yeah, and it was creepy. In that same way, you're talking. It's like it's rapey, creepy, yeah. and it's like, who thinks this is funny? This yeah. is just creepy. It well, was. Apparently, it was I was horrible. looking at the the cast of this movie that we we're just talking about, and there's like only two people I've even recognized in there, and one of them being Ron Jeremy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a quality film. Yeah. It's a quality film when Ron Jeremy's there. Well, I was on. A, um, Andy's really only into the highest quality. Yeah, of, yeah. You know. <laughs> no, I was. Uh, Fair enough. I, I saw it in the theaters. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Back to I back, really, twice, I really right did in a row. See it in the <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> this is back before there was videos. Um, How could you I was, see it with your head before me? Guys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he saw it, quote unquote. I listened I mean, to it. He was in the building. <laughs> I heard a lot. I heard it. Was Paul Rubens with it too? <laughs> <laughs> but um, the um, reality show, the candid camera thing. I was on uh, a thing like that for uh, Playboy Channel. I don't know if it ever aired. Boy, but I was, I was, I was. <laughs> Dear kinda... Playboy, the craziest <laughs> yeah. thing happened to me. I don't know if it ever aired. I got a lot of really interesting. <laughs> I got paid. I know that much. In the mail, but I'm not sure if it ever aired. No, I was I was doing caricatures while some. I have these guy strange ladies that me meow at my window shit. at night, but nice. I don't know if it ever got on the air. No one heard that. <laughs> what were you? <laughs> I was doing caricatures of people at uh, Hooters pool. Um, that's it. the perfect. So place this to was do that. not that long ago here in Vegas. This was maybe ten or twelve years ago. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. That's a long time. Hooters? That's yeah. Was, was that there Hooters ten years ago? No, no way. It was, it was still pool. the San Remo. But yeah, the San, at the San Remo. It was, when, it was, it was only there. It'd only there a year or two. When I has the Hooters been here twelve years? That hotel? I think it has. Sure. No why way. not? No. It was a San Remo before. No, that. it's no been way. there. It's been there maybe eight tops. No well, it was right way. Of it then. Tops. Five. Don't Back check Andy. No, my brain. It's been longer than five, but not much. But I was I was drawing people, and I was and I had a I had a guy in my ear tell me, "Now draw her naked." I'm like, "Yeah, I've done that before. It's not that funny, but okay." Yeah. Whatever happened to that small man? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same guy who took him to that movie. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on a little reboot. <laughs> News you don't give a shit about. <laughs> Oh, I've got a guy in my ear. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I can't geez. hear you. That's uh, better than that I, dick I, I had in my ear. Smaller. <laughs> huh? We didn't have a smart. Oh, no, I'm in the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you. Sci-Fi Network has announced the original flick, Stonados, will premiere November 23rd. <laughs> Described as a disaster movie about a freak weather system that hurls deadly boulders. <laughs> really? I'm not even trying Here, anymore. Here's, here's the thing. <laughs> Tornadoes really do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And you know what would be great is if they tie this into those idiots that pushed over that natural formation. There you go. And be like, 
That's what happened. Like the storms are normally passing over there with no problem, but these guys have loosed all the rocks, so now it's all like now it's all getting caught up. I thought it was going to be uh, the storm comes over a commune and picks up a bunch of stoners and go. just heaves mm-hmm. them at people. Now, come on, those guys were trying to save children. Remember, they're full of balls. <laughs> yeah, they are. Those people are terrible. I don't. I don't even watch that video. I don't need to. I'm just like, Ugh. I can't believe it's news. It's sad that it's news. Like big news, yeah. like all over the place. Yeah, but they are. Dumb holes. No. No. There's worse things. Mm. Uh, Stone There's worse things, but they shouldn't be breaking shit that ain't theirs. That's yeah. that's just plain and simple. I get yep. really pissed about that yeah. kind of thing. Absolutely. Property damage of any kind is one of those things that really riles me up. Me too. I agree. Uh, Stone Nados stars Paul Johansson of One Tree Hill fame. Fame. Oh, I'm there. <laughs> First night. First night. Big One Tree Hill fan right here. William B. Davis of The X-Files. and Thea- Oh, The Smoking Man. Yes, and yeah. Thea Gill from Queer as Folk. So okay. The other smoking man, man. <laughs> yeah, different smoking. <laughs> the pole smoking man. No, no, no. I that's know not him at all. That's not. <laughs> Come on, no. <laughs> the smoking man meets the pole smoking man. I want to believe. The truth is out there. Why won't I believe? Wow, you two have really uh, great impressions. <laughs> now I just keep thinking about the black ooze. No, no, yeah. the, visual, the visual aids aren't necessary. No, oh, God, no. it's in my eyes. Oh, yeah. Now I can't see what yep. I believe. What's the other guy's name that grew the arm back? What was the crazy guy's name? The, like a Russian oh. name? The crazy fucking Tombs? Like, Nikolai no or something? No. <laughs> no, he had a he had a really interesting name. He was kind of like the anti molder sort oh, of. Oh yeah, the Ivan Yankinoff. Double agent guy. What was his name? Ivan Yankinoff. Ivan Yankinoff. Ivan Yankinoff. <laughs> <laughs> he's so fell for that. He's sicker for that one. He so fell for that. I did. That <laughs> he got me. Because I was looking for oh, a Russian name. So <laughs> it's a Russian <laughs> name. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh this whole room has turned red. Wow. Because you fell for that so hard. He got me. Oh, yeah, he fell he hard got me. for that oh, one. That, I've never seen that happen. I, <laughs> my radar is fucked up today. My radar is fucked up today. Oh, shit. That's, What's his fucking name? That's usually the shit you do to somebody else. What's his name? I can't remember oh, his name. Shit. All right. Anyway, I'm terrible. I don't think X-Files I've gotten fan. to that episode yet. I'm a terrible X Files fan. Well, he's recurring through a well, lot of. Back. Sorry. And he ends up getting infected with the ooze. Like second, yeah, but, I, but then it works for him because Earlier he grows back year, his arm and shit. Again. It's all weird. Let's go back and watch this. I have like all the first five seasons. So, uh, they're all on Netflix. I was kind of rewatching them. Damn it! You start with a K. Slow. It's it's very good. That show's very good up through season six or seven. Yeah, it kind of after after Mulder leaves. It's oh yeah. It's I, you know what? I think for any show that isn't like procedural. Uh, that's really good English there. Um, once you get beyond four or five years, it's just hard to sustain sure. mm-hmm. that arc because you're pushing what you already had in mind and then you're just putting off the inevitable. Yeah. yeah. That, you know what I mean? And well, it just, they were lucky because yeah. it's, it's not like Lost. They didn't try to answer any questions. But still, they, they do. I mean, that whole show is about trying to answer questions. Yeah, but they don't. But, but they don't. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but they but, also don't make a million other mysteries. Yeah. There's only about four. What's the black ooze? Are there aliens? Will Scalder no. and Molly fault? First fuck? episode, they show the aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they abduct 
Uh, well, Mulder's, first, like first Mulder's episode. Sister. Well, and the government like comes up to him and says, "Look, we know we mm. it's yeah. all a lie, but you need to keep it hush hush, or we'll kill you." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not so much. <laughs> it's not so much the search for aliens; it's the search for evidence. That's really it's the it. search for Mulder's sister. How can I prove yeah. it? Yeah. Well, and then yeah, his sister. That whole journey. What's her name? Samantha. 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 Uh, remember yeah. that? How do I remember that shit? I can't remember. I've been yanking off. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Vision don't give a shit about. <laughs> For his upcoming funk album, Snoop Lion has changed his name yet again. Oh, no. Uh-oh. He has now dubbed himself Snoopzilla. Yeah. Snoopzilla. That's actually a lot better. Snoopzilla. That's a lot better. Snoopzilla. I like that. That works. Snoop Lion does okay. not flow off the tongue. Snoopzilla. But that's the thing is that Snoop, he was given the name Snoop Lion. He was when, given when, that? Yeah, bestowed, when, he, like his yeah birth when he went to Jamaica and uh, pursued Rastafarianism, well, uh, they, Rastafarian priests dubbed, dubbed him Snoop Lion, and then he ran with that for his reggae album. This is how out of it I am. I didn't know he was now Snoop Lion. Yeah. So, well, he's not anymore. You listen he's to the gig to, shock. You didn't what know. I think he's trying to do here is trying to get Somehow as many names it. as he possibly can because he's, Old Dirty Bastard already has like right. 30 and of and them. And you can't out Kanye Kanye and Jesus. It's like you got to catch them all. Yep. Pretty much. Well, and it's the opposite of what Prince did. I so. say Prince beat them all with that yeah. symbol. The symbol. That's yeah, pretty that's great. True. But that had a reason. <laughs> yes, it <laughs> and did. That had a reason. Yeah. But I still have to admit that Old Dirty Bastard had the best nicknames. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we're talking Big, Big Baby, Baby Jesus right? is really, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a, He also called it. himself Freeload and Rusty. Yeah. So. I mean, he had some good names. Yeah. Dirt phrases, Not more phrases than names, but right. yeah. Dirt McGirt, that was a good one. <laughs> he had some good <laughs> terms, terms <laughs> for his terms, name yes. that referred to him. Snoopzilla, that's good. He had some solid descriptions. Snoopzilla is nice. <laughs> I know people out you out there. You're, you're gonna pirate shit, but God damn it, be smart. News don't give a shit about. Many PC users are clearly eager to get their hands on Grand Theft Auto V. So much so that thousands of players are apparently willing to download a huge 18 gigabot file that promises to be the game, then install it, and then wonder why their computers are pillaged by viruses. (laughs) Downloading a torrent of a game that hasn't even been announced for PC, let alone released, is madness. Mm -hmm. Yet, for all their foolishness, these fools were fooled by the best as the torrent in question not only looked like a legit file, but also acted like one. It was verified, had a high SEO ranking that comes out near the top on a Google search, and the installer looked legit right up until the last moment when it asked you to fill out your private details on a website in return for a serial key. Oh, Lord. Never good. Now, of course, when you complete your... Did people your... do that? Yes, thousands! What? Thousands! Because people don't know, man. People don't know that they're stealing a thing? Of course, when you... <laughs> Complete your 18 gigabyte download, hand over your private data, and allow what I can only assume to be 18 gigabytes of spyware to run loose on your system. You still don't get to play Grand Theft Auto V PC. That's a lot of spyware. You got to play it IRL. (laughs) (laughs) You got got involved in the ARG. Truth in in advertising in that name. No, no. There's some Grand Theft going on. I'm going to guess Rockstar's not in a hurry to pull this particular one out of the the ether. Why would they? That's that's (laughs) right up their alley. Yeah. Keep them waiting. So yeah, stop it! You're smarter than that. No, they aren't. Really, they aren't. <laughs> no, they aren't. <laughs> Bunch of they aren't. People are not. No way. Uh, weekend geek. All right. What have we? What have we indeed? Interesting weekend geek. Not big news, but news. 
Okay. Uh, <laughs> we heard a while back that Star Trek writers Roberto Orsi and Alex Kurtzman were making uh, remakes of Van Helsing and a remake of The Mummy. <laughs> oh, that's right. Really? What? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, this yeah, is this is this that. is not news. This is this is old stuff. But this is what's new about it. It sounds like they have a lot more than just a reboot to the works. Or C chatted with IGN about the projects and teased they could be eyeing a full-fledged connected universe. Great. Developed from Universal's archive of classic monster movies. Sure. Why not? That includes Wolfman, Wolfman Dracula, was great, Mummy, right? Everybody liked that Helsing. new Benicio del Toro the piece of garbage. Wasn't actual, it Frankenstein. That Come on. The Invisible I mean, it's Man. It's the Lon Chaney version, but then it again, was boring. Hey, I'm just going to say, still to this day, that the best monster movie ever made is Dracula with Bella Lugosi. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Best movie, monster, monster uh, the movie thing, ever made? The original The Thing is oh, awfully that is good. good. That's a golden one. I mean, but That's we're talking like good, for man. its time. I mean, Dracula. Above about Nosferatu and Nosferatu. Oh, but Nosferatu makes it look realistic too, for sure. Godzilla is pretty awesome too. It's the original. scary in 1930. Well, I'm trying to think what my favorite monster movie would be. I don't even know. Just Bella, look. There's so much more to it for Bella. Look, have like, that you many know? monster movies. I agree movies. that there is gravitas in Lugosi's performance, and it is a good movie under said. But there I is said, best horror movie ever. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's it's. Well, best I, I realize we're, we're best monster movie. Monster that's movie. What I, we're that's saying. what I said. Okay. That's okay. Horror movie, monster movie. There's a slight guess, distinction. There's a slight distinction without question. Yeah. Um. I mean, a horror movie what contains gore. Monster movie doesn't really necessarily need that. That's true. But um, Creature in the Black Lagoon. No. Uh, Are we just talking classic monster movies? I don't know. That one seems... Because, I mean, well, I mean American in Werewolf way, in London was pretty good. The yeah, American Werewolf in London. And even that doesn't stand up against the Wolfman. Not the Teltora. We're talking yeah. the launch. Yeah, the old Wolfman. Uh, I mean, Predators on the could be a monster movie, too, but... Is that that's I don't know. Or the first Predator Alien was good. Amazing. It's all, yeah. Yeah, Alien is... Oh, now there's, there's Alien. a monster movie. I, I will take Alien against Predator any day of the week. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I Alien. am not a Predator fan. Carpenter's remake of The Thing was really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I saw it in the double feature in a drive-in with cat people. Oh, that was great. Oh, wow. Cat, yeah. cat people. people. Oh, uh, are they tough to keep calm in the theater? The yeah. cat people? <laughs> <Do> they? <laughs> well, because constantly I bet people are like, themselves. close your fucking eyes. <laughs> they're constantly cleaning themselves. Stop and it. And you uh, are reflecting uh, back on the screen. <laughs> the bathroom smell like ammonia. It's ridiculous. Speaking of monster movies or just movies like that in general, um, we, I think we might have alluded to it last week. <laughs> I'm, I don't know what's going on here. I'm a little he's, lost. He's, Paul's he's, laughing. He's hooked on the <laughs> image of cat people. And he goes to the movies with, with, cat these, with these trench coat wearing shady dudes who are two inches tall and, are, <laughs> and hang out with a bunch of cat humanoids. I love two it. inches tall. <laughs> he goes to the David Lynch theater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so really, I don't know if I could go to that movie theater. It's an unusual movie theater. It's fine. It's <laughs> fine. All the movies are played backwards yep. uh-huh. and upside down. Yep. Uh-huh. Well, do you have uh, do you have news in there about uh, Beetlejuice? Well, I didn't. I, I was looking at that particular news piece. The basic news piece is that uh, Tim Burton is interested in coming back and directing, directing again. Mm-hmm. And of course, we talked before about Michael Keaton does want to reprise it. But until I see signatures, I don't want to make it news. Yeah. Hey, whoa, I'll sign right here. Give it to so, me. So it, it's still it's still Seems legit. It's still it's rumory until actual production begins. Okay, I think that's I think that's still good news regardless. Yeah, it is good. It news. It would be great to see. I had that in me. Did you? Guys, Beetlejuice is here. I love yeah. it. What parts Johnny Depp gonna play though? That's, that's a, a good question. All of, them. <laughs> All of the parts. He'll be Beetle Junior. And I wonder if Helena Bonham no. Carter would be in oh, too. I, huh? Of course she will. 
Well, the problem is though they're not remaking the original; they're making remaking the cartoon into a movie. So no, oh. they're not. No, they're not doing that. that cartoon no. was great though. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really solid. solid. It was. They just came out cartoon. with that DVD set. It's quite expensive. It is, and there's tempting. no special features in it. No, it's tempting, but it's not that tempting. How many episodes was it? I think it's close to sixty. I think it was like two seasons. Yeah, I haven't seen that many, but I, uh, it's good. It's always entertaining. It had some some funny stuff to it. Yeah. That was one of the first cartoons that actually went out there and was funny for adults too. Yeah, yeah it's another I mean, one in of those. a long time, obviously. Yeah. Well, it was like there were there were a couple during that. There was Mighty Mouse, the Crick Falusi, Bashki, Mighty Mouse, um, and then there was that one. Animaniacs. Yeah, but yeah, like but Saturday mean, morning. There was a big gap. There was a yeah. whole time in the seventies and eighties where all the cartoons were really just really bad. Yeah, stupid. You had you had yeah you had to watch the old Warner Brothers. Brothers. You had to watch all yeah. that. Well, they were all talking down. Yeah. No, Buford, you had the Dukes of Hazard, you had Smurfs. the the Trollkins. <laughs> Silverhawks. Silverhawks was good. Yeah. Snorks. Snorks was Snorks, Snorks yeah. was terrible. Oh, Snorks was the, the version of the Snorks on Monchi Chi, I liked Monchi Did you go into that? Of course you did. I liked Monchi Chi. Shirt Tales. They were I liked good. Rubik's the Amazing Cube. I liked Shirt Tales. I loved Pac Man. I know you love some Pac Man. <laughs> Kid video. Yeah. Uh, kid video. Uh, yeah, I just remember watching a lot of Dukes of Hazard cartoon. It was dumb. Me too. I forgot that existed. Wait, now do I remember correctly that the Dukes of Hazard cartoon didn't feature? Yeah, there was some sort of contract dispute, so it didn't feature Bo and Luke. It featured the cousins or was something. That, yeah. Was yeah. it Coin Vance? The cousins. That's right. Yeah, it was some. I think it was Coin Vance. I don't know. It was Coin Vance. The dark Vance. years. Well, but, yeah. I mean, it, it's also Hazard like land. it was basically the same time the show was running. And but so, it did have yeah. it did have Boss Hog. Yeah. Okay. I remember distinctly. Boss Hog at one point. Sorrel Brooks. I think he was in a train, eating in a train, and he had a song. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> he had a song, and it went, and it went out. It, I mean, this is an old song, but it was okay. like, I eat my peas with honey. I've done it all my life. It makes the peas taste funny, but it keeps them on the knife. <laughs> I swore I wasn't going to talk wrestling, but never got the cartoon. I never forgot that song. But getting back to Boss Hog eats peas with honey. Not some dark, no Boss Hog dog story, bad joke thing. Okay, Paul's going to like this one. I swore I wasn't going to talk wrestling on the podcast. Rock and wrestling. Yes, Hulk Hogan's rock and wrestling. Now that's a cartoon. that's a cartoon. That's where that's where the description ends. You know, one of my favorite parts of rock and wrestling because it started with that that music intro, Hulk. Hulk and then yeah. the, the, the chant, and at the end, all these kids come running, patting Hulk on his guns and yep. his back. Oh, it's a live action intro. Yeah, and live outro. action yeah. intro. Yeah, that's right. Now, if you watch that live action intro, it you looks can gross. You can no, not just gross. You can see one kid running to Hulk, just completely eat it, just completely yeah. fall, <laughs> and just trash. I'll have to go back and watch this. They have it on yeah. the on the YouTube. Yeah, it's watch funny. it. Yeah. It's funny as hell. And they're all slapping him in his butt too. Yeah. I'm kind of upset though that all like the entire time, like the Iron Sheik and Nikolai Volkov were always the bad guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, it made sense, but like now in retrospect of things, the Iron Sheik well, is actually like the good one. For where we were at <laughs> yeah, that time. exactly. Those were of our fucking bullshit. <laughs> I'll fuck his ass and make him humble. Uh, all right, let's get the sad news out of the way. Oh, no. An- oh. Animation mogul. Oh, here we go. Uh, Lou Scheimer, is that how you say it? Yep. Uh, died a few days ago, age of 84. Uh, most people, even rabid fans of the man's work, his name remains pretty much unknown. Uh, he was one of the original founders of Filmation, yeah. uh, which for most children of the 1970s uh, saw as an absolute assembly line of Saturday morning cartoons. You mean the cartoons were just mocking for being terrible? Yeah. Okay. Uh, fat, no, no, there were no Filmation titles mentioned in that at all. Actually, there weren't. Yeah. He was behind Fat Albert, yeah, the Archie comic awesome. series, the original Star Trek animated series, and more That's importantly, brilliant. 
He-Man and the Masters of the that's Universe. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So for me, it's Fat Albert. Me too. I know. I love Fat Albert. That Black Star. Awesome. Yeah. That show was Black awesome. Black Star. Yeah, definitely Black Star. Yeah, it's he really. The really important thing about Lou Scheimer that pe- some people don't recognize is that he was one of the only, I believe at the time, he was the only ongoing, currently producing American animation house. And he fought tooth and nail to keep the animation here in the States, to keep American unlike, artists employed. Unlike it's done now. Everything gets shipped out to Korea. Yeah. Even then, everything was getting shipped yeah. off to Korea. He fought hard yeah. to keep it in-house. It's crazy to me that it's cheaper to ship it off to Korea he also, than have it come back. He also was pioneer in the whole syndication development of the, the television shows. He-Man was the big one where he made that, that first contract deal for full... 60 plus episode seasons that would be aired five days a week on television, which was brand new. It was right after the laxing of the cable or the television uh, congressional mandates that no children's programming be based upon toys. Yeah, they let that commercials. They let that go, and then that fine. But the wonderful thing is that he didn't abuse that. He-Man was a, the Masters Universe cartoon was a great vehicle for the toy line, but first and foremost, it was just a good, entertaining show, and he always made a point to instill moral values. Every show that he did had lessons to be learned at the end, and yeah, and he started that whole trend. GI Joe people picked up on that and kept that yeah. kind of thing going, but he started that. He really put morality into his into his work, and that Only was the, the masturbation of the universe. Second, folks, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> But, but Fat Albert too, man. Take a look at Fat Albert again if you haven't watched it's it in a while. All it's all morality, always man. Good. Well, but also just uh, it's hey, the creativity dad. and how that show is presented. <laughs> and the music in that show is awesome because of Bill Cosby and the people behind dad, it. I have show. a question. That uh, show was awesome. Mudfoot is a uh, uh, real sick and cold. Can we have him? Can we have him come over for Thanksgiving dinner? Would that be okay, Dad? But I mean, think what about this. Think? Well, I don't know, Albert. Albert. I don't think we should have uh, him come over for dinner. Unless, you know, he's a homeless man, Albert. It could be dangerous. Oh, come on, Dad. He's not going to hurt anybody. He's cold. It's so cold out there, Dad. And then, of course, there's the brown hornet. Yeah. Oh, geez. Don't forget. But when, you forget. That's right. but when you think about a children's cartoon show, that, that is surprisingly accurate as to that world. Well, because it was it was directly based on uh, Bill Cosby's childhood. You know what I mean? Comedy. He was yeah. Bill. Like it is not a pretty well, version but I mean, of but that that's world. Based on his world, no, he it's and a, he made gritty. a point. They, they hang out in a junkyard. Yeah, felt, I mean, it's like it's, it's gritty and yeah. it's like honest yeah. and, and it's a, it's a yeah. surprising. Like even today, I don't think you would find a lot of cartoons that are targeted towards children that would be that honest about and, what life is. Uh, I beg to differ. The Pink Panther was. The Pink the, Panther uh, was. I'm kidding. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It was a joke. <laughs> Real gritty. These are all characters <laughs> that were based on friends dude. of his growing up. Yeah. Yes. Weird Harold. Weird, Fat Weird Harold was voiced by Lou Scheimer. Yeah. Lou Scheimer wow. did a ton of voices in his animation as well. He also composed a ton of the music. Yeah. He was a cost-cutting fiend. Mm-hmm. He was the voice of Swiftwind. He was the voice of King Randor. He was... You half the fucking bit parts. He he was in there, man. He was good. His daughter uh, did a ton of stuff. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get over Erica. that sad news. But it that, is very sad. But 
that cost cutting thing. Legacy. It's funny when you think of that cost cutting thing because I'm Fat Albert. He reuses shots all the time, but he made it a style choice. But I think it was also probably a financial reason. Right. It's oh, all financial. Much. You know what I mean? But he, he was like, well, let's just play it. Let's play it as the style of how the show's done. It's all and financial, he, but you know, it, but it, exactly. He he was he, he was, was creative, creative about enough, how he did it. But that's know? just it. That's just it. He went into like you should hear some of his his talks, the pitches that he would make for these kinds of shows. Like yeah. when it started off with Aquaman was his big coup. That was like the first uh, one of the first big ones, and it was like you know. Yeah, I'll get all these episodes done and whatever. And it's just like, okay, here we go. Aquaman ain't this? saving they anybody. It. It was, but, it, but his Aquaman stuff was really good. I remember watching Aquaman. I enjoyed it. Uh, the, he's just, he was he was an amazing talent. From Minority Report to Blade Runner, the back catalog of sci-fi legend Philip K. Dick has been mined pretty deep for film projects. And now yet another classic is coming to the big screen. Uh, director D. Reeves, who did the movie Pariah, uh, has reportedly signed to bring the 1964 novel Martian Time Slip to the big screen. The book focuses on a schizophrenic repairman living on a Martian colony. also has a fair bit of political undertones surrounding the real estate market on Mars. See, I'm not sure how I feel about this, only because the last Philip K. Dick novel that I know they did was Scanner Darkly. Now, and as much as I love Richard Linklater and what he tried to do with the Scanner Darkly, with, like what he did with Waking Life, mm-hmm. I, I think that people didn't gravitate towards the Scanner Darkly only because it was the the animated over the actual... You think what? that rotoscope never, really drove people example, away? I think it I think, drove no, a I think, lot of people away. I think away. it drove a lot of people away for sure. I mean, when I... I in all honesty, it kept me away from it for I quite love a while. Waking Life with Waking Life is one of my favorite like, movies. Like, it is like one yep. of the best films you could watch we philosophically. We agree on this. We agree on this I know, it's, it's a strange world that we're yep. coming together now. Um, <laughs> but, no, Waking Life was... I mean, it's one of those films you watch for your first time. You can like, man, I can't believe they actually did a film like yeah, this. Yeah, it's great. And I think I see, to your point, I would say Scanner Darkly would probably have been better served with a different format. Yes. I think Link After was, watching it, think, I was like, why was that done? It didn't well, I think he was. I think he was high on the success of Waking Life, enamored of the of the rotoscoping process. Yeah, but he did something else before before he did a scanner darkly, so that shouldn't have been the case. No, I, I agree, but he, he, he but shouldn't I think have. He just but he, he thought just, that would have been a perfect thing for a scanner darkly mm-hmm. to do it like that, because when you go back and watch it in the context in the context of the movie, it kind of makes sense with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Kinda, but not enough for me to be like, wow, it's justified. But how do you even do that film? Justice, exactly. Properly, right, yeah. right? Like, I mean, there has to be some animation or CGI involved. That's a, actually yeah. a big problem with Philip novels anyway, mm-hmm. well, yeah. that they're very heady, very schizophrenic, mm-hmm. steeped in madness affairs. Well, and, There's and some that, books that of his that will never be movies. I realize this may sound like heresy, but I mean, not all that stuff is gold either. He wrote a lot of really weak stuff. He wrote a lot of stuff that, <laughs> He's that right, falls yeah. apart yeah, mid-book. Yeah. Mid yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, you write enough things, you, you, you know. It's not, they're it's not, not all home runs. Somebody was describing one of his novels as saying it's like it was like reading a Lovecraft story and finding out that Cthulhu is a rubber monster at the end. I mean, this. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot to add that I did do something geeky this week again. I went and saw The Matrix on the big screen again. Oh, nice! Oh, cool. was, the first one, the first one. That's a worthy endeavor. Yeah, nice. I would have saw all three of them if that was the case. <laughs> Where was it playing? It was actually at. Uh, I saw it at Suncoast. How was it parking? <laughs> horrible ah. horrible horrible parking but we, i made it in there before uh, we need we need more uh, no, seriously like we're knowledge of the parking we're on level three and then you went up to level four did you make it all the no, way i parked in the four? i parked in the, uh, the front right you parked in the front how busy was so you didn't the front even go to the parking versus garage. the back you didn't check the parking garage no. what are you thinking were you behind any cars when it happened no <laughs> 
I actually I would watch that show. I parked weird. Look, I tell you, I usually find plenty of parking in a garage. That's all I'm saying. I film it the well, same it's because way I'm just walking does, through the uh, casino anyway, so. You can film that show the same way Seinfeld does his uh, driving to get coffee show. Yeah, coffee with cars. Yeah. yeah. Parking Michael, with you. Michael J. Fox is pitching a, a, an idea not too dissimilar from that. Uh, yeah, Seinfeld idea? Kind of. I mean, well, it's, it's, it's along the lines of what we're talking about. It's his boys uh, being valets. Parking, okay. Parking I like sons. his new show. It's Parking Sons. It's... Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> wow, that was horrible. His parking sons. Yes. Michael well, J. Fox's parking sons. Sometimes you don't know exactly know. where they're going. We know it's going somewhere wrong. Hey, is his parking sons, do they know <laughs> Ivan Jackoff? Do they know what? <laughs> Ivan Jackoff. Yeah, yeah. I was almost there. I was almost there with you. I was like, a valet show. They may, oh, yeah, wait a uh-huh. second. Yeah, it's filmed right here in Vegas because yeah. there's somebody placed the valet. His, parking his kids, sons. it's his first kids, kids, first summer job. Yeah, his parking Michael sons. J. Fox's it, parking sons. Get, right. Getting back to, <laughs> getting back to was it cool to see it on a big screen again? Oh, yeah. No, it was it was good. It's, it, I mean, I'm not sure if it really holds up again on the big screen, but thinking about it, that it's like a 15-year-old movie now or at least, you know, it's at least close to that. It's it's. Yeah. I, I still pop it in every now and then at home. It's it's a highly I mean, entertaining. Well, yeah, movie. when you watch it on the big, I mean, but when you watch it on the big yeah. screen, you can definitely see like the what they were the, doing in the nineties yeah. and stuff. But it, that that movie, I can definitely say, changed a lot of people's lives as a, oh, as a part of filmmaking. Visually groundbreaking. Yeah. I would say. I was going as far as say a generation Star Wars. In a way. Yeah, it might be yeah. actually. Oh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I would say that. When you see, I mean, the it bullet time Andy Warshawski's life. That's for sure. <laughs> that's yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. No, it's Larry. Oh, Larry. Larry became right. Larry's Lana. the one. Larry's the Lana. Larry became Lana now. Yeah. That's correct. Which they actually did cloud out. Have they ever done uh, a, a movie with uh, Wendy Carlos soundtrack? I don't think so. They should. <laughs> Following the success of its series Sleepy Hollow, Fox has directly ordered the series Hieroglyph. By the way, oh boy, I caught three minutes of this leaving my house today. Three minutes of Sleepy, Sleepy Hollow. Hollow. Garbage. No, uh, off of three. I minutes, saw huh? the trailer of it and it was garbage. Drek. Three minutes, huh? Drek. People Here, are going nuts for it too. Oh, of course they are. You know why? Because it's steeped in religious bullshit. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. yeah. They've made this the the horseman uh, death of oh, the horseman of the apocalypse. Okay. And they the in the, the three minutes that I was there, I was just listening to the rattlings of an inferior writer's brain prattling out shit. And he's like, he, and the guy's like, yes, it turned out that. When I was working with General Washington, he informed me that the Revolutionary War wasn't just a battle for the foundation of this country. It was a battle for the found- for the souls of, the- of-, of all the men and women of this world. And I'm like, give me a fucking break. It's more of this in God we trust bullshit. People Ichabod don't realize Crane was working with the General Washington? Yeah. yeah no, That's this makes no sense. In this version. Dude, this, this makes no sense. The show Let's is go shit. back to the Tim Burton version then. I that was that's like, okay. That, that was that's all right. It has its moments, but it's not great. It's better than this garbage. Yeah, I ended up seeing three episodes of Sherlock this week. Which one? Uh, the, the, the Sherlock's the BBC version. No, sorry, the CBS version. Okay, the CBS. Yeah, it is. Elementary. 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 Oh, Thank you. Right. Elementary. That's, right. that's right. right. Actually, Patrick Kerr was on uh, the episode this year. I've heard Elementary is really good. It's okay. I like it, but it doesn't. It's not Sherlock. It's not necessary. I mean, it's not, it's not one of those shows you have to watch every episode. I, I, I guess there is like a through thing, but I saw three random episodes. I'm like, okay, I could watch that or I could not watch it. It didn't hurt me. It's a glowing review. Yeah. I mean, they're they're it's trying not, to. It's not as good. It's nowhere. Has, has Lucy Lou boned some more ghosts? 
Yeah, not no. that I know of. She can uh, do no, that it's nowhere near Sherlock. It's nowhere near Kesha. Did Kesha bone a ghost too? Oh, she yeah, did, didn't she? Yeah. You're right. That's right. We kind of found all that shit. All these ladies are out there. Yeah, bone in the spirit yeah. world. And it seems like they're trying to make it uh, the DJ show about bone ghost, ghost, about ghost, Sherlock ghost. and Watson's relationship being formed, as opposed to it's already formed. Have they boned? No, no, no. <laughs> They're going to, though. Well, when I don't he, well think so. first he's got to die. I'm sure they Sherlock will. Sherlock dies. Probably they in the third installment of the film series with uh, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, well, oh, what? Uh, Robert Downey and uh, what's the name? Jude Law. and Bone. Yeah, probably. Right. Yeah. The girls that, would eat that up. That'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> worked for that vampire movie. Oh, so, uh, it actually, it worked for Brokeback Mountain. So yeah. Because Sleepy Hollow is so successful. Uh, Fox has directly ordered a series hieroglyph. A 13-part action drama fantasy series <laughs> said to take place in the land of the pharaohs. What? I was going to say, this is like... <laughs> penned Jeff, by... Jeff is going to be recording every episode. Uh, wait, till, this, this, is, this is my favorite sentence. Uh, penned by Travis Beecham, who worked on Clash of the Titans and Pacific Rim. Hieroglyph will blend fantasy with reality by telling the tale of a disreputable thief taken from prison to serve the mighty pharaoh of Egypt. It is new position the thief must... Face court intrigues, seductive concubines, the criminal underworld, and divine sorcerers. How okay. has this got to do with Sleepy Hollow? Hollow. Same producers. Same producers. Be, be, or Fox. No, no, because Sleepy Hollow is a big hit for them. Yeah. And it is kind of fantasy supernatural. Yes. That's the whole I think what they've done yeah. is they've hit upon a new recipe, which is enshroud your fantasy sci-fi in Jesus stuff. Actually, I, I have another theory. And, and romance, frankly. That would be, That's yeah. really not that Tricky new, to do though. Jesus stuff in no, it's not, ancient it, Egypt. It's really not. No, not at all. It's all That's all Old Testament shit, man. The, all, and all, this, this is... Uh, and well, this, we're talking... Uh, but enshroud yeah. your fantasy f- in some kind of belief system. I mean, that's, that's what I mean. I mean, what it, uh, C.S. Yeah. I have, Lewis, I mean, everybody knows that. They're just knows taking that, you know. old, old mythology mm-hmm. and Narnia putting a Judeo-Christian wrapper yeah. on it to make it more palatable. You know and frankly, I have no problem with that. Uh, because by that same yeah, argument, Exorcist is not a good movie. So, mm, just Exorcist, be, is, mm, Exorcist is great. Um, I, know who, and I think I know who the people are that are going to watch this film. The same people that downloaded GTA 5 for PC. There you go. <laughs> no, but it'll be the same people that are watching Sleepy Hollow. It'll be... It'll well, be not question. Stupidity. The, the fastest growing genre of literature is that uh, dark fantasy. The uh, the modern noir retellings of undead having sex with Twilight. people. Twilight. This, this, this is, twi- yeah, this is twi- fan fiction no, shit I, is what it I, is. I'm not, I'm not World, even talking though. Twilight, even though that's a, a example Part of it. it. Yeah. But... It, it goes much deeper Where's than that. Where's my wiener? Sci-fi fantasy Where section. Where did it go? There's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. It's, I lost I my wiener in you. Yeah. Ooh. Well, I just think that most of this stuff is just, like, again, yeah, it's being mm-hmm. repackaged and repackaged. Sure. And it's just getting worse. Right. Is what it is. It's not getting any better. It's getting worse. Mm-hmm. Look, there's always been a boatload of dreck out there. Yeah. This is that. Yeah, that's not new. Well, there's always been bad yeah, stuff. There always the cream has been. will eventually rise to the, the top. Thing that's, the thing that's making this stuff stand out right now is that television, cable, or rather network television, is grasping at straws so hard, they're throwing up some really wild I mean, crap. Netflix now has more uh, yeah. subscribers than HBO. Yeah. It's clearly the new model of how... They got, do, good t- they got good shows on and them. And they're doing yeah. new original content, and, and they've become the new HBO. And, and you know what? I'll throw in a, a story that I had to excise uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh Canadian Parliament is right now looking to pass a bill that in Canada, cable cannot bundle televisions oh, cool. together. 
So you have to buy your channel piece so buy them piecemeal. Oh right. wow! And in so you can have a, th- a five dollar cable bill. And I in Europe, you, HBO I got a lot of is, friends who've always wanted that. And yeah. HBO, HBO in Europe is already separate a la carte. Yeah, that's actually so, pretty yep. cool. That's great. It'd be nice if you could do that. I don't know if US will ever follow that. Well, but with, it no, is of course happening. They won't. It also makes sense with all the more they're making all these smart TVs now that can basically do that anyway, and so and that are internet connected and all that stuff. So it's just a next. Yeah, corporations step. will never allow us here in the United States to go a la carte. They, they will eventually. They won't I don't have believe a that at all. They're trying not to. I'm gonna yeah. tell you the only reason I have cable is Jeff buys it. The only reason I have <laughs> cable is I don't Fair. have cable. I have cable for my internet. That's it. Yeah, that's, 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 that's the same here. It's money now. It's, I it's have, all uh, the we have DirecTV, yeah. so uh, <laughs> DirecTV is the way same to go. Same difference, though. Basically, yes. Same difference as cable. The problem is... Trying to get free cable here. Trying to get free satellite. That's Direct the TV. problem. Sponsors. At least, I'm sorry. The problem is... They still control the pipes. Yeah. As far as cable and internet and high speed right now. Yeah, well, your phone company does, be, too. Huh? Your phone company controls pipes as well. You want to go that route. And eventually, it'll be that wireless stuff, but those are still control that's pipes a, but that's yes. a little more wild west right now that's still. gonna be a long and this was brought away. to you by the refreshing taste of coca-cola <laughs> sorry yeah but but my we're product ner- placement my absence we're, of, we're of neuroblist uh, really kind of hurt <laughs> i'm looking for i don't see it over there we're we're neuroblist. Neuroblist. i didn't, I didn't stop at the convenience store today uh, although a super undead dragon galaxy 9 uh did uh, send us a note that neuroblist was prominently featured i think on the today show Wow. So it's picking You're up steam, Paul. The stuff is the bomb. It is good. It's making money, that's all. Paul's a trend Hey, Anything I I drink money. the Neuro Sleep still and I we actually have two bottles of Neurobliss in my in my uh mm-hmm. fridge at home. It's that's good stuff. Um we done with that one? Sure. Uh, <laughs> Why do you have to? What are you doing? Why would you ask? I was curious. <laughs> I looked very upset. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm like, because we all ask. Like, ah. uh, <laughs> the product placement. Nothing. Off. I just like, you, know, you, you froze or something. I was afraid. I, I was about ready to go in there. Like, you got something. No. Go yeah, for I it. thought you had something to add no, too. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. All right. I'm just, are you then, done with that one? Because I've been waiting to say something. <laughs> <laughs> so as I was. Ah, okay. <laughs> the next video game set in the Aliens universe will star Amanda Ripley, daughter of the series protagonist Ellen Ripley, Kotaku reports. The game is called Alien Isolation, and it will arrive on both current and next-gen consoles next year, according to uh, Kotaku. Uh, The British Studio Creative Assembly is developing the first-person shooter. It is said to be inspired by the likes of Dishonored and Bioshock. The source also noted that Sega took the negative reception of Aliens uh, Colonial Marines and seriously, very seriously, and has already taken steps to ensure isolation is a better game, right. including delaying the title. Sure. Yeah, I'd hope so, uh-huh. because Colonial Marines just looked horrible. Uh, Sega was uh, reportedly planning to announce the game at E3 2013. Isolation is said to be inspired by the original 1979 film Alien, and will feature Amanda Ripley facing clone soldiers and a single alien on a space station. Uh, actually, I have to take them on the word on this. If it's not a good game, they're fucked. Yeah, agreed. If you, if you do two back-to-back Alien games and with the same problems... No, this well, one's just the end of that franchise. They are going to work this one hard. Well, wasn't there talk of even the, you know, the aliens people coming at them for litigation? Oh, they for, got yeah, they got a lot of heat they, everywhere. Defamation and stuff. Yeah, Sega so, and Gearbox, wasn't it? Both yeah, yeah, Gearbox especially. Well, I mean, they got permission to create the thing, right? Yeah, but when you make it terrible and you ruin hurt the brand, yeah, they can sue. I was looking for that. Well, for the, where, years. The, where the real suing happened is the uh, the fact that the demo was much more That's polished than was. the game. Yep. The, the demo oh. promised something the game didn't deliver. So there was a misleading of content. Yeah. I never played Colonial Marines. Don't. Don't. 
Oh yeah, I've wow. I've played it for a short time. You game played that shit. I of course I did. I had to know. I had to experience Crazy. it. I wanted to pre-order that, and then I'm like, oh wait, and I'm glad I did. Yeah, my entire household we're huge Alien fans. My girlfriend, you know, like we love that movie, but in the films we love Prometheus even for that matter. Uh, but I I saw the game and I'm like, I don't know if this is going to work out as good as they'd hoped. No. And what's terrible is it looked like there was pro- a good story tucked in there in an unplayable game. Wow. Apparently, the demo had nothing to do with the game. Yeah. It's, and the demo's great. Play the demo. It's the best Alien game in a long time. Even before that, what was the last Alien game? Alien yeah. versus Predator 2, I think. Yeah, but that mostly focuses on Predator. They don't really no, ever no. focus on Alien. Best Alien game? Xenophobe. Look at you. Yeah. Best alien game? Space Invaders. Hey, there we go. <laughs> I was gonna go. say Contra. I love Contra. Contra's the good deck, and that's the best alien <laughs> game ever. Contra's real good. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Or Missile Command. Best alien game? Papers, please. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Papers, please. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, that was good. Uh, this one I didn't know if I should put it in there, but I, I liked it because it speaks to your fears, Paul, on um, the whole digital age. Uh, this is from a Steam now update. Now, does he have a, dog, a box right. of spiders falling on his head? I don't. I don't care. Well, that, yeah. would, <laughs> that would suck ass. Actually, uh, this is probably worse though. This was sent out from an update from Steam. Of course, uh, well, I'll just read it. Uh, Dear Batman Arkham fans, uh, Microsoft has begun the process of closing down Windows Live services over the next year. To make sure there is no interrupted service, we will be moving the game to Steam for verification and update services for both the base and Game of the Year editions of Batman Arkham Asylum and Batman Arkham City. If you purchased either of the games on Steam, all you have to do is let Steam uh, download the latest patch and you'll be fine. If you purchase the games elsewhere, you'll need to enter the code on Steam. You can find steps to do this at the bottom. Unfortunately, you will not be able to continue playing from your current save. You will need to start a new game. You know, I never played the new Batman games, but one of them, I think it might be Arkham Asylum, has a really good music soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Like, really good. And I just saw a commercial for the new one. That sure, looks, I, that came great. out today. That so, looks oh. it looks good. Did it come out? Yeah, today. Oh, I have to go buy it. Yeah, yeah Arkham it really good. I thought it was going to come out till Saturday. Nope. No. 22nd. Sure Arkham Asylum must have been the last one. Then. Arkham Asylum was the original one. But but this speaks uh, against your fear. Which you I've played Windows, some of. Windows Marketplace Live, who... Uh, was trying to be their own Steam competitor, selling downloadable digital things, when they just said, oh, we're not going to do this anymore. We're going to pe- throw all this stuff over to Steam, and they're going to take care of anybody who bought something. Well, at least they're throwing it to Steam. Steam is right. pretty good. Steam's Steam takes great. care of their people. So um, this is PC, or we're talking Xbox 2? Okay, just PC, PC then. Yeah. So what's the game called that came out today? Well, that could have... Arkham, Arkham Origins. Arkham Origins. That could also have to do with that Steam was pretty well established. Oh, yeah. And then Microsoft tried to do it, and they were just like, oh, this is going to take more work. Never mind. Yeah, that's pretty much what We're not going to catch up. We and I, and frankly, I expect EA's Origins to do the same eventually. Yeah. Oh, they're doing it. Yeah. yeah the right. only they're one that can really thing. seems to give Steam a run for their money is GOG, and they focus on classic old PC games. School. Yeah. Old I mean, that's kind of like Netflix right now. It's it's going to be hard for anybody to catch up to them for a while. Sure. I mean, but Amazon So many people are going to try that, you know. and deny... Yeah. contracts to Netflix in order to do so. Yeah, it makes so Netflix that much worse when they do that. It uh, well, ticks me off. I know. Netflix is going to get smaller in its scope just because NBC, ABC, all those companies are going to start doing their own version yep. of it. Well, Netflix and has basically killed the, the video rental system. So It's definitely That was it. dying anyway, though, the, honestly. The red box. That's true, but it's, it's certainly a nail in the coffin. 
Yeah. Uh, well, Sony has supposedly been pressuring certain publications to pull down reports about a debug mode in Beyond Two Souls that allows access to alternate camera angles, including one for the gamer's shower scene. Uh, from that angle, users can supposedly see a detailed nude version of the game's main character, who was based on Ellen Page. According to, according to Cinema Blend, Sony told them to pull down their coverage, as well as Eskimo Press, who claims that ha- to have received a similar message from Sony Computer Entertainment Europe. Cinema Blend says that the rep from the company told them, quote, the images are from an illegally hacked console, and it's very damaging for Ellen Page. It's not her actual body. I would really appreciate it if you can take the story down. Sony is uh, likely concerned that these scenes might remind ESRB and the public of Rockstar's hot coffee incident with GTA San Andreas. The game's not out yet. It comes out Saturday. Is it? You sure? Yeah. We're talking about the new Batman. Hmm. Someone likes Please. Batman. We were just talking about the oh, I page know. one. Right. Well, I was, I was all gonna... I know is I went on Game Trailers uh, releases of the week, and they said the 22nd. So why why are you lying? Uh, well, the games do come out on a Tuesday, but then they don't release them until like Friday. No. no, no it's no. supposed to come out on Tuesday. Every new it's release day out. is like a Tuesday. Anyways, back to the story we talked about. No. Yeah. I was going to ask you why Which they would is weird because that. that uh, <laughs> then I remembered. That is weird because that means that they decided to put it out the same day as Assassin's Creed uh, Black Flag. October 25th is when it comes out. That game looks good, too, that new Assassin's Creed. Yeah. It does not come out till the 25th. Black Flag. Yeah, that looks I would play awesome. that. I've never even played an Assassin's because Creed. Because I was, was thinking about, I, I might pre-order it. I don't know. I, should, I play I certain games. I don't know why. Through, it's, not Steam. You either Amazon. get me or you don't. It is yeah. um, I thought hooray, gonna... Naked Ellen Page. Yay. <laughs> See, that's why I thought you were showing it. No, that's not the I point. Wish. But all right. Well, no, oh. they can't. They can't keep that that's on because they haven't gotten around. permission. Yes, and it was. They need to get permission from her to have that, even if it's not her body. Well, that's just it. It's that's it's huge. not part of the game. It's like the whole hot coffee incident from years before. Yeah. You can't get to it unless you go into a debug mode and physically adjust the camera. Do like a hacking. Thing. You have to hack it. You have to hack the game to get yes. to. It. But even still, that really because it didn't seem like you had to. No, like you don't have you don't have control of the camera in uh, Beyond. No, I'm saying like in San Andreas, there was San Andreas. That's what you just brought the hot coffee incident. Yeah, the hot coffee thing you couldn't access without some real hoops. It wasn't really like a hacking system. Like you could easily do it. It was pretty simple. You had no. Did you do it? No. It took some shit. But it seemed like it was. No, you had to. You you had had to have have a game shark. You had to fucking fuck with a your game system. Shark. Yeah, you had to seriously tweak it out. It was not easy. Okay. But at the same time, that material shouldn't be in there at all. My friend accessed it. It took no less than twenty five dedicated minutes. Wow. Of real tweakery and to that's get to it. And after then, putting in the and modded even save. then there wasn't anything to it. It was still blurred. Yeah. It was still blurred. It was ridiculous. And now okay. we have Grand Theft Auto Five. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what's so funny. The 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 player one podcast guys. We're just talking about that on this week's ep- or, or pre- re- recent episode, where it's like, can you? I mean, the the bullshit that went down over that hot coffee thing, a thing you couldn't even access. Like ninety nine percent of people would never, ninety nine point nine percent, okay, would never even know that thing was in there. Yeah, and yet here we are, what, six years down the road? No, Still I guess talking it's about six, it. seven, eight, nine, ten, yeah. ten years down the road. And good lord, that's still the Fox go to. But everything <laughs> is on Grand Theft Five. Yeah, you go. Well, it's the on first thing you, yes. do, you go yes. right to a titty bar and see boobs and everything yep. right up yep. in the face. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna. You can make it a rain. few listeners that are as clueless as me. Tell me about the hot the coffee hot thing. coffee mod. It's just one. Okay, so every episode or mission in Grand Theft Auto has a name. The name of this mission was called Hot Coffee. 
Okay. And what it was supposed to be about was you went to this girl's named Coffee's house. Take her out and, to a date. And you take her out on a date and you and you go back to her place to have sex. Yeah. Okay. Well, she invite you yeah, after the date. She invites you back in for some coffee, and then like it leads to a steamy scene. And from you there. have yes. sex, but all there is is just you in the bed. I mean, it's a mini game. It's a button pressing mini game of you having sex with this girl, but it's all blurred out. There's really nothing to it, and it's the blockiest, shittiest graphics because it's fucking you know San Andreas. It's still not you know. And I'm well, wondering not why only that, but it's an unfinished piece of it's the game. Un- it's it unfinished, is. and so it was buried in the code. So you're having sex in Minecraft. Basically, okay. but you couldn't even play it. It wasn't accessible through the, through the regular game. But they didn't excise it completely from the code. It was still in the code when they shipped because they didn't want to risk taking it out and fucking up the game. You know what I mean? So they got so it's sued. like an idea they thought about doing and then they, mm-hmm. they got nah, sued we're not because it was in there. Yeah. It's very common to leave code in your games. Exactly. Uh, did you know gaming does a whole piece yep. on that all oh, the time? there's so much stuff. But what's interesting about that is even if it was blocky like that and whatever, it's still, I mean, you can go fuck hookers in the game. Yeah, that's the other thing too. It's like it's not, it wasn't the raciest thing, but whatever. I mean, we're talking, what, Vice City came out before that and you could fuck, mm-hmm. you can go to the side of the street, pick up girls. You could do it in the first Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah but there was, no, it, there, was, there was nothing graphic about it. It was a car rocking Squeaking. back and forth. Yeah. But you get the hint. Yeah, you get the hint. That's just it. It was a hint. I don't this, necessarily this think was the them hot saying, coffee. This isn't a hint. This is people fucking. People don't like yeah. it. Some people don't like the hint. They want to see it for real, which is ridiculous. And that's why it's M rated. This everyone. is why we have porn. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But and that's why porn is M rated. It is. Yeah. No, it's not M rated. <laughs> <laughs> you fell for that? I gotta change A-O. my shit. <laughs> don't have a knack enough. <laughs> <laughs> Or uh, parking sons. Yeah. Wow, this week's this week's uh, go backs are fucking great. <laughs> there was a story of a guy saving a kid on Grand Theft Auto Five online in a helicopter, and the kid was on this. Uh, you know, you could hear he was a young kid, and everyone's praising the guy of not being a dick to the kid and trying to help him out. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, why is this kid playing Grand Theft Auto Five? <laughs> yeah, well, that's... how old was the kid? He had to be 12 or younger. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, well. I know why he's so upset. <laughs> You're taking my titties. All right. <laughs> Don't Let's take go my to the titties. meaty story of this week. Uh, YouTube personality Total Biscuit. Now, Total Biscuit is a, a video game reviewer. He uh, plays a game for roughly about a half hour and does commentary while he's playing it. So you you're get a review while the game is being played. It's a good way of seeing a game in action. Uh, he's taking YouTube to express his dissatisfaction with the makers of Day One, Gary's Incident. After failing to raise funds on Kickstarter to further develop the game, Studio Wild Games Studio, that's Wild Games Studio, the studio, found success on Steam Greenlight, where it caught the attention of Total Biscuit. He asked the company for a code so that he could critique it the way that he critiques other games on his channel. He claims they gave him permission, and he made a video with, uh, which was less than flattering to the game. Uh, this apparently made the developers upset enough to file a copyright infringement claim with YouTube, who subsequently took down Total Biscuit's episode featuring the game. Now, he was pretty upset and took to YouTube to explain why what Wild Game Studios did is tantamount to suppressing free speech and generally an underhanded tactic. Following a public backlash over their attempts to remove a video critical of the game, uh, developers of Day One, Gary's Incident, have issued a public apology to, well, pretty much everyone. In a statement sent to Kotaku, Wild Game CEO Stephanie Wood says, quote, We sent Total Biscuit a Steam key on September 26th, giving him per- permission to evaluate Day One Gary's Incident. 
Monetizing wasn't mentioned in our communications, and it was in an error on our part not to have clarified the issue. It was for that particular fact that Wild Game Studio had asked the video's removal. After the video was made unavailable, we had taken seriously the reaction from the community concerning freedom of expression. We strongly believe in the freedom of expression of people and medias and have removed our copyright claim. Wild Game Studios didn't intend on preventing anyone from using their right to freedom of expression. For this reason, Wild Game Studios sincerely apologizes to Total Biscuit, anyone who felt their freedom of speech was denied. Uh, unquote. Well, the monetization thing... So it doesn't make sense. Liars. Because a ton of other less publicly critical clips were left on YouTube to make advertising money. Uh, So basically... Why else? Yeah. Everything on YouTube makes some little bit of change. Yeah. Dumb. That's exactly it. He made made a bad... he, He made a review of their terrible game. And they didn't like his review, so they made a copyright claim to YouTube. Right. No, I got that. What's the right. name of the game? Gary's. Mo- I'll no, say no, it again. No. Day one. Day one. Gary's incident. What the hell um, is it about? It's a survival game. You drop. Um, you p- crash on an yeah. island, and then you're a guy. You have to survive. There's no maps. It's a really interesting concept. It's just really poorly executed. It sounds poorly executed. It sounds like not even a game I would think about playing. Well, the animation's bad. There's clipping problems. There's AI issues. I, I watched uh, Total Biscuit review the game. You should go see it. It, yeah. it. It's horrible. What this whole thing, though, what it does is bring to light a larger practice of what larger companies do, of something they don't like. They Even if they allowed it to go in the first place, calling a co- copyright claim. If you get three copyright claims against you on YouTube, your channel shut down for good. You're, you're done. Hmm. And so without any recourse. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's good that he brought this up because that is going to be an issue, and that is... Straight Potentially first event, and, yeah. yeah, it's. it's mm-hmm. I mean, and and that's the way it works with you know regular papers and stuff too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you review stuff and you review stuff negatively, and yeah, yeah I mean, it's you, you got to deal with that. I recommend you checking out the Total Biscuit, his response to the whole thing. It's about fourteen minutes long, but he puts forth a, a fantastic argument. Explains how the whole thing happened, how what he did was in his rights, how there was no miscommunication when oh, he sure. he sent the email request saying that this is how the site works, this is how I do everything. He put a copy of it up there for you to read as he's talking to you about it. And so it was nothing more than spite. Yeah, they just assumed... And shutting it down. They, I mean, why wouldn't they? They love the project they're working on. They assumed he was going to give them a positive review. Sure. And, and when he didn't, they... Mm-hmm. They got pissy about it. Right. And, they took and, their and he's the first home. to admit that in this business, when you, you work so hard on something, people's feelings get hurt. Yeah. But it does not give the right to censor, which is exactly But this is said. also why, you know, we have talked about uh, in the past why so many, like, mainstream reviewers, uh, like that you see on TV and such, are clearly in the pocket of a company and are just giving a positive review because otherwise they don't get paid. Mm-hmm. You know, and that that's, doesn't make for good. Well, that's the whole thing. Critiquing games, journalism, giant. Yeah, quotations. exactly. When I read my Game Informer magazine, oh, yeah. which is the publication that is you know sponsored by uh, and and that, owned by GameStop, you know, yeah. it's, it's a it's the same thing with like Game Nintendo Informer, Power, a, any of that stuff. Yeah, but interesting but, term. But as an informed consumer it is your job to take all that stuff with a grain of salt yes so like a 9.5 there can be construed as a seven you know what i mean like if yeah 9.5 doesn't mean mean it's probably still an okay game 
but it's not a great. Well, it's, it's the same thing when I do the music journalism really stuff. I mean, yeah. all exactly these guys the are doing their, but they're doing their damnedest. A lot of these reporters are doing their damnedest to try and fight and buck this system and get honesty out there. It's just very difficult to do so. Was was the GameStop where you had your little incident? Was that uh, the one on uh, Sahara near Rainbow? No, that was the one on Tropicana oh, okay. next to um, By Me. Ah, yeah, okay. it's right down the, the road the, here. The Sahara near Rainbow one's gone. Yeah, I used to stop by that one all the time. Um, getting back to the journalist thing, I, I, I do find the same problem. As a person who writes reviews for CDs all the time, you know, you, stay I by get, your mic, brother. I get um, I get uh, a lot of records sent to me, and you know, sometimes you have to write a good review for you in order to continually get the same. You know, you have product to maintain sent a to relationship. With you the have company. to maintain sure. with a publicist or a record label. So yep. I can understand what's going on with that. I get it. It doesn't make it's it cool. It's a whole system. It really <laughs> yeah. is. It doesn't you make it cool. You have to write a friendly bad review yeah, somehow. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I would think if I, what little I've done of reading reviewers, if you get to know a reviewer, you can tell when it's a half-hearted praise. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, that would be the only way you could, like, music criticism, my hat's off to you. That's tough. And I think it really takes dedication not only on the reviewer's part, but also on the reader's part, yeah. you got to find people that you can really trust and get and listen to. Because if you're just reading, like if I'm reading Magnet, it's very difficult for me to just pick up an issue and read a review by someone who I don't know yeah. and try and glean anything as to whether or not I'll really appreciate but that's or enjoy true this music. Of reviewing of anything, like well, no, no, no. I'm, sp- but no, it's yeah. not because I, because you can if you give me a written review about a book, I'm going to comprehend it a lot better. If you're writing, if you, you know, it's because that's the medium. Yeah. Reviewing music, that's tough. I would like to think that in the years that I've done this and all this many shows, as I've told you, I've seen, mm-hmm. I'd like to think that people do trust me now. Um, and they look at me as a somewhat uh, a person that, you know, they, they take recommendations from on the daily, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Yeah. So. I see, like, like, it's like a show like Sound Opinions. I love that because they can actually play. The music yeah, on the thing, helps. and you get a taste. Right. It helps immensely, but you know, I know whether or not, pretty much, if that's my thing. But yeah, it's just tough. no. I but, just mean that in all media and all it, you need to know the reviewer to know if you can trust that reviewer. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? It well, goes so, to the movie stuff it's like, too. I mean, it's, it's like some, Rex Reed. I know oh, most times Jesus if Rex God. Reed loves it, I'm not gonna like it. Yeah. He's the worst. You know what I mean? I can go the exact. No, he's opposite. not the worst. Michael Medved is the you worst. You know what I mean? So. He's subhuman. And basically in all this, don't trust me, folks, when it comes to music. That's <laughs> that's the last of it. The Nostalgia Critic uh, did a review on The Room, and it basically trashed the movie. And okay. they did a copyright claim on him. This was years ago, and made him remove that. Was this before The Room became the cult thing that it is? Um, I'm not sure. Like but it's it still was, garbage. It's, still it's garbage a terrible way, movie. Yeah. But uh, he went on a spiel just like Total Biscuit on on the whole fair use thing again. So that, this was years ago, though. I didn't pick up as much steam as this, but uh, it's happened before. People have been banned from YouTube for It'll this kind of thing. Again and again and again. Yeah. Actually, Battlefield Earth might be better than The Room. <laughs> and that's that's saying something. Wow. It's, you know, it's, it's a new medium. It's an everything. They got to work out the kinks in it. They'll, they'll get to where they have, you know, the regular you know, standards and practices, and they realize that, you know, they have to put up with bad reviews because... I understand what you're saying, yeah. but it's not a new medium. I'm sorry. It's 40 years old. Games? <laughs> video games? No. The internet, internet reviews? The internet reviews. Are, internet reviews have been around, what, 25, 30 years? 
since the internet came out, people were reviewing shit. Mm, they might be on BBS, but yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not all that new. Well, right. but but like he's saying, the rules about it. And right. the problem is... And what, what Andy's but talking about the rules about have here, been going on since the beginning, yes, too. Yes, but the problem is... The problem is the rules don't apply because of big things like YouTube. So YouTube is, in and of itself, its own independent entity, quote-unquote, owned by Google right. and constrained by those rules. So you're not playing by internet rules. You're not playing no, by playing freedom by YouTube of speech rules. rules. You're not playing by journalistic rules. Fair use you're playing rules. by whatever the fuck they want rules. Yep, mm, YouTube is... Okay. That's what it comes down to. Makes all the decisions. YouTube makes all the decisions, and that's the problem. And therefore... <laughs> and that's what the whole net neutrality thing, if you guys haven't caught up on this shit, holy crap, look out. Because that's what it's getting down to. The big companies are trying to turn the internet back into cable. That's what's happening. We're trying to turn it back into cable television. And places like YouTube will be some of the only places you can access with any kind of ease or uh, regularity because it will have all the broadband. It will have all the, the servers dedicated to it. And then, that, and then again, we'll be fucked because the dissemination of free information as we have now, which even right now is not ideal, but it's still pretty good. We're still pretty wild west on the old interwebs, folks. You can get away with a lot of shit right now still. If they had any idea what's going on in podcast world, that's the thing. People, they, yeah. the, 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 the big wigs still haven't caught on to podcasts, thankfully. There's a lot of really great dissenting voices out there, yeah. thankfully. But that's the danger. The they'll, real danger. They'll so, always find a place. Uh, this eat, is very important so. to me. When it when it all goes to like a cable kind of system, mm. we'll still have porn, right? Yeah, but it'll be you'll be paying for it again. <laughs> you'll be paying for it again. Yep. Hey, but you know what? If it's virus free, rock and roll. <laughs> I gotta love those. I ones. like my porn. I love the porn. Like bots, porn, man, not the virus. Best. <laughs> Especially on the old Yahoo chat days. Let them be porn bots for days. <laughs> <laughs> While shooting in Hong Kong for Transformers Four. Michael Bay's crew was attacked by four guys who tried to extort money from the film crew for the inconvenience of having to shoot in their city. Not cool. When Bay brushed them off, they came back, and one dude threw an air conditioning unit at Bay's head. Awesome. Thankfully, no one was hurt. Is it friggin' Donkey Kong? Uh, <laughs> streets is real, yo. Chinese no one was hurt as uh, Bay dodged the swing and uh, security subdued the guy and his pals. After rumors of the incident started making the rounds, Bay issued a statement confirming and explaining what happened. Here's his quote. Yes, the story is being passed around. It is not all true. Yes, some drugged up guys were being belligerent asses to my crew for hours in the morning of our first shoot in Hong Kong. One guy rolled metal carts into some of my actor into some of my actors trying to shake us down for thousands of dollars, not to play as loud music or hit us with bricks. Every vendor where we shot got paid a fair price for our inconvenience, but he wanted four times that amount. I personally told this man and his friends to forget it. We're not going to let him extort us. He didn't like that answer. So an hour later, he came by my crew as we were shooting, carrying a long air conditioning unit. He walked right up to me and tried to smack my face, but I ducked, threw the air unit on the floor, and pushed him away. That's when the security jumped on him, but it took seven guys to subdue him. It was like a zombie in Brad Pitt's movie World War Z. He lifted seven guys up and tried to bite them. He actually bit. Wait, wait. is that the quote? Yeah, I'm still quoting. <laughs> he, I, he actually bit into one of the guards' Nike shoes. Insane. Thank God it was an Air Max. The bubble popped, but the huh. toe was saved. Then it took 15 Hong Kong cops in riot gear to deal with wow. these bunks. 
In all, four guys were arrested for assaulting the officers. After that, we had a great day of shooting in Hong Kong. I feel bad for this guy. You know why? Not Michael Bay. I feel bad for the other guy. Because he could have potentially saved us from the apocalypse. Yeah. Did, did the air conditioning unit explode when it hit the ground? <laughs> you know what, though? This is, I mean... It transformed into a, a This guy is ran away. clearly out of his gourd, this drugged out guy. Yeah. He was clearly drugged out. But he was trying to do the right thing. But no. he did have... Well, no, no, no. He did have a point. Because if Michael Bay says, hey, we're going to pay you this much to film in your neighborhood. And if you're like, look, I don't want you filming in my neighborhood. you got to pay me more than that. Then Michael Bay doesn't have permission to film well, in but, front of your establishment. If he gets permission from the city of Hong Kong, he does. That's not yeah. necessarily the story, and I highly doubt that's I what I doubt that's down. the story, but... Let me tell you I wonder about what the China. story, you know. <laughs> I mean, clearly <laughs> this guy's tell you. drugged well, up trying to make something Beyond happen. that, beyond that, there is no law. Yeah. There is no well, law. There's, there's no, government there law. There is no <laughs> law. Well, I think we know where the next GTA <laughs> there is game no should law. be based. This is a country where you can literally walk down the street and fall down the street. The street can open up in some not normally paved place and you can fall 10 to 15 feet into a hole because there is no law. No there is no safety. Yeah. There is no, no. Yeah. Forget it. You wild west. Well, of course not. Have you not watched west. the old Van Damme movies? Dude, I'm just saying it's it's scary out there. No, but you're right. Clearly, and this man is not mad. These guys. It's not the inconvenience for filming in his neighborhood. These it's guys the inconvenience were, yeah. for having to watch another transform. There are ways, <laughs> or of just a Michael Bay film in general. I feel bad for Bay on this one, and I'm glad it got resolved without any uh, yeah. crazy incident because that's just not cool. That wasn't craziness. Huh? That wasn't craziness. No, he was saying it was glad crazy. He didn't no, get it's hurt. crazy. That's bad. I'm just glad that it got resolved. It's yeah. just, it, yeah, it could have been. I'm worse. still trying to picture his air conditioning unit. It's probably one of those kind that ride along the, the, the floor of like a, a hotel room. Oh, probably yeah. Probably like a long. Okay. You I know, like think a, of it like, as a space yeah, heater, but that. sometimes they, yeah, yeah. they have I, I will go on record and say that the only Michael Bay movie that was ever any good has been Bad Boys. That's it. What? Bad Boys with Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Mm-hmm. That's it. Ah, the no. Rock. No. The Rock. The Rock. Con Air. No. Oh, Con, Con Air. Air. Come on. Con Air. Con Air. Okay, I'll give you that. Con, Con Air. Air then. Yes, Con Air. <laughs> Come on. For what it is. John Malkovich Con is Air. the shit in that movie. I'll defend him on this attack, but I <laughs> I, I, do not care for anything the for man has done. For what it is, Con Air hits the nail on no. the head. No. It kind of does in a way. It fucking hits the Nope. Nail. I'm Nicholas behind you on that. Okay, yep. so, okay, so we're going to go I'm with those four Con then. Have you He's seen only done four good ones. Have you seen Con Air since you've lived here in town? Yeah, I was going to say, Aaron, tell him about it. Oh, it's, it's the, the layout most inaccurate of Vegas makes no sense. Sure. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. Yeah, no, the layout of Vegas makes absolutely no sense because that's yeah. not how the strip is laid out. I, but, hate, I hate his stuff. Yeah, they're uh, driving down I'm the strip and they go past stuff, the Debbie Reynolds Casino. Yeah, it was here. I, I'm not no, it was, but not on the strip where they were. Oh, yeah, yeah. Con Air is pretty fun. It is. It is. And so no. it's like the old, it's, uh, the it's old, uh, Dan there's not, yes. no, there's nothing fun about it. There's nothing yes. miles about it. No, Dude, there's it's so fun, much fun, fun things about that. I Dave Chappelle that being movie. a skinny crackhead oh, pinball. They called movie. it pinball in that movie. John Malkovich being like the smartest con that you can think Steve of. Steve Buscemi almost eating Thank a small you. child. Yes, that <laughs> I'm not sure what happened they're there. Playing, actually they're playing craps at the end of the movie. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. But he, Nick Cage did have a bad southern accent. Oh, boy, was that oh, bad. No, that's, it, it's perfect for that movie. His terrible southern accent is perfect for that movie. Yeah. I feel bad for his career, though, honestly. I mean, he was doing really? so good. and then That guy's fine. I got no problems. Yeah. He's fine. He's, He's fucking yeah. rich. He's done some horrible movies, though. Who cares? The yeah. guy's rolling and he got paid for money. every one of them. He couldn't that's be true. happier about it. He's just rolling in money. And I thought he had money troubles, honestly. Nick Cage? I, I'm sure he's had yeah, money he's troubles. Yeah, he's got troubles. But he keeps doing movies. But he lives here. 
You can see him here if you really All want to. All the time. To. He's, right, he's always walking yeah. around somewhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he in Vegas? He lives yeah, in Vegas. Right. I didn't know yeah. that. Mm-hmm. All right, how about some good news? Good news is good. Good news. Uh, scientists at the University of Washington have been trying to decipher the complex structures of an enzyme that, quote, exhibits behavior, behavior similar to that of an enzyme key in the development of AIDS from an HIV infection for the last decade. They believe that it likely played a critical role in finding a cure for the disease. Uh, scientists were baffled by the structure of MPMV retroviral protein, an enzyme that plays a key role in the development of a, a virus similar to AIDS, because each enzyme has millions of possible combinations in which it can fold into atomic bonds. Determining the exact structure was a very laborious endeavor for even high-end computers with large processing power. Scientists decided to take a different approach to solve their problem. They sent a 3D model of the MPMV to the online game Fold It, where the gamers folded and turned it into a myriad of combinations. Within 10 days, gamers figured out the shape that needed the lowest energy to maintain in a little over a week. With this information, scientists have a better understanding of how the enzyme works and how to attack it in the future. Quote, this was really kind of a last-ditch effort. Can the folded players really solve it? Uh, Firas uh, Kihab, the uh, biochemist at the University of Washington and lead author of the recently published research paper, uh, quote, they actually did it in less than 10 days. 10,000 monkeys it, with typewriters. They've invented nerd sourcing. Nerd sourcing. It works. Well, we, ta- we talked about that website that you can help uh, various scientists yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, catalog their data. I've done it. It's kind of fun. It's gamey. There was actually an app uh, I was reading about yesterday. Um, That's pretty cool. There was an app about something. Uh, some guy had made a book, and I'm forgetting the name of it. Made a book and made a soundtrack to go along with the book. And you point the app at it like a camera. Your, your camera, you point it at the book. And it'll play the soundtrack. But if you stray from the book, it'll remix everything about it. Like, depending on the certain colors of the book, depending on, you know, it'll pick up the blues, the greens, the reds, and depending on the color, it'll remix the, the, the soundtrack to the book uh, accordingly to the colors, but That's in a fun. totally different way. And I thought this was one of the most inventive things I've ever heard of. That's fun. I like that. And it kind of reminded me of this in a way for some reason. So that sounded like they were one step closer to figuring out this whole AIDS problem. Yeah. That's, that's the, the bigger theory. That's yeah. the bigger thing here. Yeah. Yeah. I, love, really I strayed away from that. I, I love that the that. nerds in the room were like, wow, a bunch of nerds figured out how to unfold that. No, we got cl- a step closer to solving A. <laughs> well, problem. between that and the foot Guys. stuff, right? The foot stuff? The foot clan? No, there's a... there's a <laughs> that where I was going, too. There's, <laughs> there's an antifungal foot cream that they've just recently discovered has anti-HIV properties. I've never heard of You haven't this. heard about this? No. Yeah, so this ant- it's not, un- not dissimilar to the whole... Uh, left some mold in the spore jar penicillin. penicillin I want to run this thing. through Snopes. I have my doubts about Go this Go for one. it. Okay. This is legit. Nah. I, I don't know with him. No punchline? No, no, there's no punchline. <laughs> I can tell Lou was waiting for a punchline. Yeah, Lou was like, where's the punchline? AIDS is a foot. Um, antifungal cream has has uh, AIDS uh, stopping. There's clearly uh, something stuff. in the chemical compound of that. That's, it's it's, it's fungal working. cream Parkinson's. No. <laughs> nope. Come on, guys. There's no joke here. That is really tasteless. Yes. Come on. Yes, it is. When you don't tell it right. Have a little class. When you don't tell it right. Seriously. Michael J. Fox, one of my favorite actors, 
He's the only guy that he's the only guy that ever should have played Spider Man. It never happened way back in the day, oh, and yeah, I'm still disappointed. He would have been played Spider Man. Michael J. Fox. That would have been an interesting. He would have been the Spider-Man. ideal Peter Parker. That was back when this Cameron was Family involved, right? Ties times when like right after Mike, Family when, Ties when James yeah. Cameron was still on board. When it would have been a Venom that looked worth a shit and and actually had some meaning. Forget it. Whatever. Interesting. Uh, I don't know that. I I take umbrage of that sentence though. What? I don't think they had the technology. When they were developing, they were that close movie to he make was a close. good venom. He was close with that that morphing uh, T two. So guy. how long ago was this? That's true. T two. This is when I was in eighty nine. Eighty nine. This is about the same time they made the first Fantastic Four abomination. Yeah. where the thing looked like cardboard. Eighty eight, eighty nine was when this was in, in Roger Corman one. The, the days of, yeah. of Burton's Batman. I know it. Would and have the original been, Captain. I America. know it would have been tough. But I know the T two morphing but. was pretty. I mean, that was pretty solid. Actually, then T two definitely was also up. a game changer. That's fine if you had that morphing working great. However, will it make a good looking Venom from nineteen eighty nine? Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. But. Whatever, well, it's all you know in the past. Yeah. But uh, you know but what? It Michael J. Fox than... is still in my brain the only person that ever should have played Peter Parker. <laughs> no, the new guy Andrew Garfield's not bad. Andrew Garfield is actually he would be my second choice. I remember you enjoying him. He's, He's really good. good. The, sh- the movie ex- is terrible. He's. I don't great. know about that. I'm excited for the second one. Ugh. I liked it. I wasn't excited Ugh. about the villain, but I thought the movie overall was good. So the app I was just referring to is actually called Sadly by Your Side. It isn't just an album. It's an album, a book, and a smartphone app. So uh, definitely give it a shot and give it a read up on uh, for any of you geeks out there who are looking to remix a book and an album at the same time. I need cool. Jeff here to look up my fungal cream thing. <laughs> if I get some, oh, here, I got service now. I'll get it. Mez on it. I'll find in it. In the meantime, I'm it. going on to probably my Meh. favorite story of the week. Oh, even though the last one's pretty damn good. Yay. Uh, Caitlin Oliver, age 30, walked into Chicago's Galloping Ghost Arcade. And started playing the classic oh, 1988 yeah. arcade beat 'em up Splatterhouse. She went in with the purpose of breaking the game's high score record, and she came out the first woman to set an arcade game world record in nearly 30 years. Hmm. Quote I first got my hands on Splatterhouse as a young girl, Oliver said in an interview following her feat with gaming historian Patrick Scott Patterson. Quote, my father picked up a TurboGrafx-16 for me one lucky Christmas, and he was always good about letting me pick out a game for rent for the weekend at the local video rental stores. Once I got it home, I was totally hooked. Gross monsters, corpses, skeletons, it had it all. Unquote. The previous Splatterhouse arcade record was set in the same arcade last year, when gamer Anthony Paparo racked up 373,100 points. On Saturday, October 19th, Oliver broke Paparo's record by a large margin, not once but twice. Tell him large margin sent you. <laughs> First hitting the 405,100 point mark, and then going back for more, earning 493,700 points. I love that she played a second time. That's awesome. The last woman to set an arcade record was the legendary Doris Self who became one of the oldest gaming champions ever in 1984 when she set a record score of 1,112,300 points on Qbert at the age of 58. (laughs) Self-evidently lost that high score, but kept shooting for records until she died in 2006 and was featured in the gaming documentary The King of Kong Fistful of Quarters. Oliver's efforts to capture the Splatterhouse record and her eventual success were broadcast live uh, via live stream from the Galloping Ghost Arcade. It's a pretty good arcade. It is. I've never broken an arcade record, but I remember pissing people off during my Tekken days 
yeah. of just going there and like yeah, I'll ass. walk up and like there'll be like a line of people I'll walk up and you know I'll beat the one guy make him feel bad about himself he'll want to come back and fight me again and then it's just like after that it's like everybody lines up to fight you yeah. sure I can you know see that. the man to take down I was at that moment my okay. brother my brother and his buddy it was yeah. joust they would play joust for oh sure four hours five hours that's so, an incredible yeah. game brief intermission Brief intermission. Antifungal foot cream combats HIV, tells infected cells to self-destruct. This is pretty interesting. All right. All right. So the same stuff that eradicates foot fungus could possibly be a powerful anti-HIV drug. Antifungal foot cream is showing promise uh, in a way as a way to beat back the virus that causes AIDS. In laboratory tests, the drug, god damn it, uh, Cyclopox was able to force cells infected with HIV to commit suicide. Reachers led by a team from Rutgers University obtained their experiments or outlined their experiments in a paper published in the journal of PLOS1 on Monday. One of the key components... God damn this fucking phone! Does it say, oh. say that? I think he's still yeah. quoting. Matt, Matt found it too. So. Anyway, so it's there. It's legit. Yeah, it's I, a real when, thing. When do the gamers come into this? The gamers, uh, the gamers will come into it because they all suffer from fungal disease. This is so true. Because they sit on their butthole all day long. So, um, so it's kind of chemo for HIV. It uh, it's like. it's it's really it's really right now from what I understand it, it really is one of those things where it's like, hey, look what those cells do in that plate when we rub the antifungal cream on them. They die. They explode and die. But it's promising. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. If you can. More of a promising step than where we are right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a step. I in wonder how direction. that experiment took place. Did he drop it? You know what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah. Huh? How does that? Ha- well, hey, who fucked a monkey in the first place? Am I right? <laughs> no. That old joke. Guys, we all know the government created. You were chopping. Who's kidding? Who? You were chopping up monkey meat. Come or on. You were fucking. The government made that joke. I'm trying to remember which show. It was one of the MBR shows on the weekend. Mm-hmm. They actually went back and traced back AIDS, and they, uh, they found AIDS like 1909. Mm-hmm. Patient one sort of thing. Yeah, it's patient yeah. zero. Yeah, I like calm one. So the government made it in 1909. They're yeah. pretty smart. Wow. Yeah, they well, were they were thinking ahead. You got to think well. ahead when you're a government. <laughs> they were you working on be... the automatic pistol at the same time. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta be on top. Why of they that. call Roosevelt the old Rough Rider? Stay Was it Eleanor? Yeah, Eleanor. She was well, the it was old 1901. They were like, all right, we got the Indians all drunk, so now we got to focus on something else. So Zounds. Caitlin <laughs> defeats Platterhouse. That's cool. Okay, um, so, so how weird that it's like thirty years that another woman's. T- I mean, what is that's an and broken and stat. broke a video game record. That's. I mean, well, most people don't play arcade games anymore. That's obvious. Well, they're fewer and farther between that's, that's nowadays. True. Yeah. Well, Emily Gillette hasn't broken anything. Not in a while. Well, she didn't necessarily break records, but she won contests and competitions. When she was a kid, she was actually ex- dig this she, girl. She won a motorcycle for God's sake. Oh, that's right, that's right. I, I dig this girl though because she loved this. Hor- if you've ever played Splatterhouse, it is a gory I, little nasty game. Yeah, I was wondering. It what, what, I was, I was trying to picture. I can't remember. It was. It was an. It was a console it game. Kind of uh, looks like a really game. muscled out arcade. Jason. Yeah. He's oh, got yeah. oh I got it. Now I totally can He wears it. overalls yep. and he's got the hockey mask. Everything yeah. he big fights old is is ghoulish and bloody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he just kills monsters. What's his name? I don't even remember. Mm. They they tried to remake it in the 3D. It was it was terrible. The new one was really yeah. bad. It's a shame. Everybody but, was hyped for it too. So bad. It's it's hard to bring 2D yeah. into 3D, man. That's why they just keep focusing on making really excellent 2D. That's the secret of Street Fighter. That's why Street Fighter is so good still. Well, or create new good material that just happens to be in 3D. No. 
you can't ignore the planar physics. No, There's a whole I different thing, man. That's the that's the big problem with it. It's I, not as I, fun. I, I, I'm gonna agree I, I, with Paul again on this. It's what's what's the what's the uh, that two D is is superior to three D? The, the, the for gaming for, for gaming for saying. certain games for certain games for certain games. for fighters certainly yeah yeah without a doubt you can still like Street Fighter is still rendered and completely graphically done in three dimensions. It could technically even be a three D game if they wanted to do that. Yeah, if they if they manipulated in fact, they tried the cameras, at one point. if they manipulated the cameras, manipulated the, they could do it. But it doesn't work. And the main reason that that game has had such a grand resurgence is, is they, because Seth, Seth Killian and a bunch of other their technical guys said, while you can construct this in three dimensions, you must keep the hitboxes two-dimensional and make it very planar. So it's when, whenever you your character yes. strikes your other character, you are still working on a flat 2D plane, so it has that Street Fighter feel. That's why I admire a Tekken player. I am shit on the 3D games. They're really well, hard. Well, I mean, to I, I think what it is, Tekken makes it seem and look more realistic than Street Fighter does. But and Street Fighter still belongs in the the animated world of video mm-hmm. games, in a way, because of the characters themselves. The Tekken characters are modeled after real life individuals, so, so I mean, speaking away. I do more agree. Realistic, the new ones. Most yes, 2 exactly. D games that they've tried to make 3D, they fail. Mm-hmm. I mean, I look at a basic level like Frogger. When it went 3D, it just doesn't work as well. That it can't. It's like that's what I mean. Yeah. It's the, it's the it way you view work. the game. It's, it's a whole other game. They made it a yeah, whole other game. That's it. You've changed the base mechanics, yeah. and yeah. that's the problem. They realized, and with that game, they were like, "All right, it's a whole other game." So and we're it just takes make it, something else. it takes a visionary genius like Shigeru Miyamoto to make the shift like that. He's the one of the only, he's the only guy. He's the guy that did it. He figured out how to make a two dimensional platformer a three dimensional game, and everybody's been aping Mario sixty four. Since that came out, ninety-five. I'm kind of sad at myself too, being a Street Fighter fan and a Tekken fan, that I never played Street Fighter X Tekken. Really, it you didn't miss much. <laughs> I bought the seventy-five dollar collector's edition, kicked myself ever since. Now it's like twenty bucks. It's shit, dude. And there'll never be a trekking cross Street Fighter, I don't think, because the first one sold so shit. Damn. And those guys weren't developing it like they said they were anyway. Yeah. Liars. Okay, so it's on the same level as Aliens saying it's that they not, were developing. It's not that I shouldn't it's not that bad. It, again, the way they did it, it's essentially Street Fighter Four with game limitations that, to my way of thinking, make it not as fun. Game limitations and Tekken characters, basically. Well, the Tekken characters are fine, and they play well because it's based on the Street Fighter Four engine. It plays like Street Fighter Four, <coughs> Which is a However, great game. It's a great the, game. The, the problem is it's a tag system, so you choose two characters. You can tag them in and out any time, but if one of your characters loses their entire health bar, that's match. So yeah, I don't like the tag it, system. It doesn't play, it doesn't play like... You've got to take out both characters. Which oh, will make so you it more can't fun. revenge your partner's yeah, death. Yeah, it'd be more fun if you yeah. could, if you played down to the thing. But it's that it, it gives a different kind of strategy, but it's not as much of a fun casual play. And for I guess me. staying with the fighting theme, has anybody heard on uh, if they are actually going to do the Mortal Kombat Legacy film? I mean, they obviously have the they put out the Blu-ray of you know <laughs> they're just going to keep doing those shorts. Yeah, the web series. The shorts are actually really good. I don't care for any of those movies. <laughs> I haven't seen them yet. Just tell me your disdain on the shorts, Paul. I haven't oh. seen the shorts, but because I think they're really bad. good. I think no. they were smartly. I think yeah. they were smart to the point. Done. No. 
No? I know. Are they better than the r- movies? They're better than the second one for sure, not the first one. Say, not what's not, but see, what's not better than the, than the second movie? The first movie has its charms. It's not yeah. great either, but it has some really cool stuff. Yes, it does. And, and that movie was also groundbreaking for like a 93, 94 kind sure, of Sure, sure. And for the fact that it was one of the few properties that was handled okay you could hold your head high leaving that theater and going okay something of the video game made it onto that screen it wasn't a complete yeah. scorpion but that's what i don't like basically. about that's what i don't like about the new shorts is that they've gone for this gritty different kind of take on it and things are so different well, that's and fine not, because mortal kombat's a more grittier universe than yeah but it's not a real world universe i don't know listen it's fucking weird they ain't gonna bring the soul nato i'm not in exactly where's my soul nato <laughs> Give me Jacks beating people to death with their own arms. Give me, you know, I, I'm not a Michael Jai White fan. I'm not a big. Uh, You're missing out then because you don't watch Black Dynamite. Jaleel White's in it. Not Michael, <laughs> Michael Jai White. <laughs> hey, dude, not he's Jaleel awesome White. as Black Michael Dynamite. Don't even tell me not. <laughs> no, but Mike, he's fine in Black Dynamite. It's just that I don't, I don't know. I mean, whatever. there's never been a movie that was based on a video game that was really uh, good. No, uh, the, the, what is it? What is Super it? Mario Brothers? No, oh, God. no, no, no. Yeah, Street have, Fighter, Jean Claude <laughs> Van Damme. Wasn't there? Hasn't there been one yet? <laughs> Look on your face. When I love it when you guys prove my point. Has there been one? <laughs> Has there been one yet? Uh, wasn't Doom. Uh, Doom. <laughs> it wasn't Doom. Even the, with the rock in there, it wasn't good. Yeah, the footage, the footage they did of the Halo movie. Spirits Within is kind of watchable. The only good one's one that was never made. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The test stuff. That, well, basically. Okay, so are we talking live action then or animated? I'm talking like live action. You know, general general public. Not really. No. no. You know Other what I mean? than Mortal Kombat One, then no. But yeah, they keep yeah. trying. They keep trying. But they, the the dumb thing is they're not trying the right way. No, of course not. Because well, they're trying to make it appealing video to game stores. Uh, well, who, you know, yeah, actually, who cares? I, I, you know, it's Resident Evil was successful. Oh, that that's actually, a good point. Resident Evil is successful. Is, the second okay. one is just as good as the first. Ooh, no. Resident Evil Apocalypse? You're kidding me? That no. one was great. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> what about this last one that they. Was oh, oh! Was that bad? That one was horrible. Was that bad? They keep making they they keep making them, so they I got to say, money. for the last one, pretty good trailer. Pretty uh, good commercial. Up until you know what? I liked it up until four. All of those them movies make great, great trailers. All because have good the trailers. visuals are. Sure. Awesome. Matter of fact, no I think it was two minutes. The fourth one that I saw in 3D when it came out. I saw it on IMAX 3D. Filmed with red cameras. Film after yeah, yeah. what I talked yeah, about last insane. week. It's insane. The insane 3D is so good. You're sitting there watching the credits of the 3D, and the rain is coming down, and it's bouncing off, and you're like, man, this is this is superbly done. And then it's just a crappy movie. And no, 4 was actually decent. 5, this last one, oh, uh, Retribution, I've absolute abomination to that series. I think 4 is the one I fell asleep in. Interesting. <laughs> because you didn't see it I can't in 3D. Handle them. Maybe Which is the one it. that takes place where they end up oh, in, in Vegas? Oh, three. Oh, oh, okay. Well, okay. It's not live action. But Resident and Evil's not, the and not based fully on a, a, a property. Okay, then I know where you're going exactly. Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, Wreck It Ralph well, is the Ralph, first that's truly another, successful video game. That's not a, I said it's not based on a property, yeah. but there are elements of games, other games in there. Well, they have Pac Man references and all that stuff. But that's not yeah. What's Silent Hill Cats? But that's the first example. It's based on video gaming. But that's the yeah, first yeah, example of a, of a movie that gets video well. games right. Like the that's world of, right? of, yeah. of Sugar Rush yeah. is right. You know, Wreck It Ralph's world is right. Well, His, that's good. Or rather, Fix It Felix Junior is right. I think it's that. What about yeah. Silent Hill, the first one? I didn't. Well, see I never it. played it's that game. It's an okay movie. It's not bad. It's very creepy. It's creepy, certainly. And compared to the game, it's definitely on there. Um, I think there's nods to it, but... Uh. Oh, I, I for, totally forgot. Doom. 
No, we already brought it up. Yeah, he brought it up. <laughs> what a shit yeah. fucking fest. I think Nightmare. I think. What's your shit fest? Write to us. Comments at UglyCowShow.com. Uh, now the email is finally working. That Everything started from scratch. Yay. So, so be the, the first to send us an email on our oh, new email. That'd be, yeah. We'll uh, we'll give you absolutely nothing if you're the first one to send absolutely. us an email. Absolutely. Get our no prize. You'll we'll, get a, yeah, uh, our, uh, our cash show no prize. Our huge amount of gratitude. I'll yes. send you a cartoon of a monkey. And of oh, course, wow. if it's don't make promises, if, if it's fun keep, and interesting, yeah. or it makes Paul do something funky, well, he's I'll just going to draw you, air. Paul. It's true. <laughs> I am the monkey. I'm the resident monkey. <laughs> and until then, I'm Master Torgo. I'm the famous Paul, Captain Luddite, Bonzo. Fact check, Andy. Major Matt. And we'll talk to you next week at Geek. <laughs> now, now I'm racking my brain for video game movies. I know it's there weird. Any. There aren't any. There aren't that many out but, there. Yeah. But I keep hearing of them making them. What the oh, Assassins wait. Creed movies in production? No, really? pre-production. Wait, Major Met has a list. Uh, is any of the Pokemon movies any good? I've oh, never well, seen yeah, any. Well, animated. Yeah, they yeah, are. But we're talking live action. action. Live action. Okay. That's that's the but, key. But that's a good. Make that the, the, yeah, that's a good. There's a list of movies right? I haven't seen. Mewtwo Returns is a Mewtwo Returns is a good movie. There's a lot. And the Hitman movie is that any good? Oh, Hitman is. I haven't seen it. Good. No. Nope. Not good at all. Tomb Raider movie. The best thing about that is Need there's for some speed. new Nine Inch Nails on there. Nope. Need for speed. Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Nope. Oh, no. Oh, boy. Uh, Max Payne, Far Cry. Nope. Max no. Payne. <laughs> Max Payne was terrible. <laughs> Max Payne. Oh, I love this. I didn't know the game, Sorry. so I kind of liked Max Payne because I didn't know the game. Okay. But in the end, I was still okay, disappointed. Okay, I'm a, in that getting movie. back to this. I'm it's a not huge a very Max Payne guy. I'm a huge Max Payne guy. I played the first <laughs> game on PC. I played the second one like when it came out on you this know is PlayStation. Like a whole new kind of big list. Uh, and then I just played the third game when it came out, and I was literally hooked like when you look at rockstar games and what they've done you know when they went from red dead redemption and then to the max Payne three game yeah it was just leading up those two games were leading up to where they are with gta well, those 5. kinds of games too it doesn't make sense to make them into a movie because they already are a movie they're, right they are they're already a fully but fleshed max Payne with story. mark Wahlberg. i would yeah. i went into this movie thinking okay this is you can't really do this right you can't really do this wrong I mean, even if it's... Well, you can do it wrong. Well, but think about that... Hollywood can always do it wrong. But think about that logically, (laughs) because we've heard this story so many times about a a cop going, you know, like going rogue or, you know, him losing his family or stuff. So this has been done. So you know you can move forward with this. It was just the way that it panned out that it didn't... It just fucking ruined everything about it. Yeah, it doesn't really pay off. It's not a very good movie in the end. All right, what else you got? Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within. That's 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 an animated, animated, but yeah, you're right. But it's CGI based on mocap. Within, yeah. Spirits Within is CGI based on mocap. There nothing are, to do with Final. It Fantasy. had nothing to do with with <laughs> any other. Well, yeah, it's very loose. I, yeah. I mean, my loose. distinction here is: it, is it a good movie? I don't care if it has anything to do with the the. It's the, a six. The game. How about you know Double I mean? Dragon? Okay. Oh, that! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Solid. What about that Chun Li movie? Solid <laughs> choice. Uh, yeah, solid. yeah, oh, yeah. The oh, Chun Li yeah, that one with uh, Lana Lang from Lana Smallville. Lang. She's the worst. Silent Hill. Yeah, we, we talked about, talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Not, I wasn't talking. There's really not. We keep going. Uh, keep going. We're, going? We're already in the S's. What do we got? These are in data release. I've made them all. There's not really a lot. There's a lot to be announced though. Yeah, they're supposed to try to. There's a bunch of things. The thing is, maybe. Because now it's people our age who are in control of these things. Maybe the tide is turning a little bit. That somebody is writing the script that respects it? Well, a little. And someone that directs it respects it? Then I'm I'm wondering why we've never seen a Contra movie. I'm sure Angry Birds is going to be good. We did. It was called Rambo. We we watched Aliens. (laughs) That's true. 
Contra is alien. Yeah. Oh, what? The, no. Two guys two. with infinite lives. Come on. Rambalians. Wait a minute. No, no. If you don't cheat in Contra, you can't <laughs> no, beat it. But you cannot because that's like the most incredible thing about that game that still lasts forever. I find it surprising that they don't more often use the same writers who wrote the game storyline to write a movie. That's well, I they think, don't. Would that make it's rare sense? that rare that somebody you know does a screenplay for their own novel or you know. yeah. Well, yeah, but you would think it's a similar medium though. It's not yeah. like a drastically different medium. I don't get it. I at get all. that writing a book and writing a screenplay two drastically different mediums, but a video game it's a, it's a visual maybe audio the, maybe medium. the writers like, want to stay the, like yeah. um there is a difference in that in a video game you have hours and hours and hours you can spread your plot out across you can't you, yeah. you, you have that tight thing you have to do with the movie well i understand yeah. that but and going along i guess with the fantasy theme that they've gone with lately you know with lord of the rings and whatnot i'm surprised that peter jackson hasn't wanted to do a zelda film maybe he's not a fan well, Just I thinking think, of that logically, I, I, I kind of doubt Peter Jackson's go. a video game player. I think I think even Nintendo, Nintendo doesn't know the story of Zelda. Well, no, but <laughs> beyond that, true. I think Nintendo is still reeling and really burned from that Mario movie. They they really got a sour taste. That was sure. the first video it game movie, yeah. and probably crap. the worst. It was. It was terrible. It was, it was really, I mean, Mojo the Nixon as a what the hell was that? A Koopa. It yeah. was yeah. a bad movie. Dennis Hopper. Just, you, Dennis Hopper was You can ask that question Dennis about Hopper any scene King of that Koopa. movie. What was yeah. that? Yeah. What was that? Yoshi was in that fucking well, movie. Why was that done? What Yoshi happened there? Yoshi was in that Yoshi. fucking movie. That might have been Dennis movie? Hopper's worst <laughs> film that's, he's ever done. I love that that's like the thing that gets Paul. Yoshi. They put Yoshi in <laughs> Well, if you see it, you like go, what? Well, it was like a deformed Waterworld Velociraptor. Actually, Waterworld was better than Super Mario. I stand behind Waterworld as a decent movie. I agree, too. Totally agree. But I'm thinking uh, Dennis not, Hopper's worst film is definitely Super Mario Bros. Yes. Waterworld's not the awful movie that everybody says yes. it is. It is really not. I think it just had a lot. Of, it had too much hype before and money. It's like Ishtar. Ishtar, not a great movie, but not nearly the catastrophe that everybody says yeah. it is. It's just had so much money poured into it that when you look at it, you go, where the hell did all that money go? And so that's... The, Apparently the now drag crew out to a desert. Woo! And it's definitely not Kevin Cosner's worst film because that's, that's The Postman, obviously. Based yeah. on a great novel. It's a shame. Costner's done a couple rough ones. Patriot's a little rough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's Mel Gibson, The Patriot. Right? Yeah. Oh, is that Mel Gibson? Yeah. yeah I, I actually kind of like The Patriot. I get those two mixed I'm up I'm a fan sometimes. of The Patriot, too. Kevin yeah. Costner's funniest movie was Tin Cup, without question. I don't, I don't watch uh, golf movies. Bull Durham. Oh, there's a good one. <laughs> you don't watch Costner films? No, I don't I watch like golf, golf movies. movies. Oh, golf movies. Really? Include, 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 which includes Caddyshack? Yeah. Or Caddyshack? Yeah. Fuck. Well, Caddyshack's not a golf movie. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. No, it is. Caddyshack's like one of the purest golf movies I've ever seen. Teen Romp. Teen yeah. Romp. That's like saying the same thing about Bachelor Party. Teen Romp? I didn't say it. Bachelor Party's not a golf movie either. Bachelor Party's a great golf movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll agree with Todd. Bachelor Party is a terrible golf movie. <laughs>